Hello, everyone. Welcome to Yield Dropped Frames. It's Sunday. Zeke's learned how to. He's practicing his queen wave. He's he's got to go to England and uh, see if they need a new monarch. I'm a king. Maybe my mom says I'm a king. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. That works. That checks out. Uh, it's the final day of TwitchCon. We could talk about all the incredible announcements coming out of uh, beautiful San Diego over the past two days. Zeke, why don't uh, why don't you start us off? What uh, what have you heard from TwitchCon 2022? What are the big announcements? Oh man, I'm I I wish I had that that fucking uh, Zach Galifianakis between two ferns. He presses that button. It's like that's a cricket riding a tumbleweed. <laughs> <laughs> It's like there's nothing. Like I, I tuned in, I was like, ah, keynote. After my Friday stream, I th I, I thought I might watch it on the stream. I'm like, nah, I'll watch it afterwards. So I, I I after my Friday stream, I went to the VOD and I looked at it. And I was like, wait, what, wait, what? That's it. That's that's it. Yeah. Like we heard you uh, were upset about this. We'll talk about it later. Uh, wait a minute. May I? Wait, and it's over. Shit. Yeah, it was weird. It. I don't. I'm. I don't know what I expected, but it. It kind of wasn't that, but it kind of was that in a lot of ways. <laughs> like, they came out uh, and they they talked about things that have already been announced. Guest star uh, was one of them, which uh, allows you to pull in uh, viewers. Uh, and other streamers into a uh, into a call very easily, um, or into I guess your, your Twitch stream very easily. Not necessarily a call, um, and that was what cool. What's it called again? It's called uh... Guest Star. Guest Star. That's all right. Yeah, yeah Zoom for Twitch. Yeah. Um, the the worst part about that reannouncement or or covering things that were already announced is they shifted it into a paid thing. I assume. Uh, when they called the Blizzard uh, head of Overwatch and then like talked about Overwatch launching, and it was like a ten minute deal. Uh, <laughs> and I, yeah, that was super disappointing. And I, I promise you, they didn't use guest star. For, that was like some sort of <laughs> that wasn't. I, I, I don't have any proof of that that was probably not guest star uh, yeah, for what they were doing. I, I, I'd imagine not. I'd yeah. imagine it was like. We're gonna test it right now. Like, I wouldn't do that myself. Like, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't have a guest on my on my dumb little channel without having you know made sure that everything was working. And if it wasn't, like, I have a backup, you know, all that kind of shit. Yeah. And when they say stuff like, "We're gonna test it. I hope it works. Fingers crossed." You're like, dude. Yeah. Well, he even production at all. Like, you're like, fucking stop it. it. Emmett even went with the like. Uh, they told me not to do this, but we're going to do it anyways line. It's like, come on, bro. Yeah. Like you've rehearsed this 10 times that <laughs> stop, yeah. just stop, just stop. Uh, so that was really unfortunate. And then uh, I forgot what the other thing was that they, it, there was something about affiliates are going to get paid out 50, uh, the $50 level now in the U S that was a thing. Yeah, It's a lower, a lower limit for how much, like a lot of websites that uh if if you're like a, a what is it a private contractor whatever that uh, if you get a 1099 from a website 
um, those kind of websites, they usually have like a dollar limit. Mm. Like until you hit that limit, they won't pay you. Um, and Twitch has like lowered that for affiliates. So if you make fifty dollars, they'll they'll give you that rather than having to you know work up to like whatever. I don't know what the limit was before. Like I don't either. Maybe a hundred or something like that. I, I, I know it was. I, I know it's a hundred for like Amazon for some Amazon things like affiliate. Yeah, shit. Like you have to make a hundred bucks before they send you anything. So if you make like you know seventy bucks one month and then thirty bucks the next month, they'll send it to you after that. After you hit that hundred dollar mark. Yeah. Yeah. And then he, he made like an offhanded comment after that, where he said that the goal is that when you end a stream, you receive all that money the same day or something like that. That is their goal. Yeah. And like, I had never heard that goal before. Uh, <laughs> I'd never, I didn't know that was the plan uh, moving forward that Twitch wanted, wants to do so that you get all your, your sub earn. I, I don't even know how that would work to be honest. I, I guess if they, yeah. if they have like their resub there, uh, then that what that's what factors into the like daily. I, I don't know. What are the differences these days between affiliates and and partners? Oh, now like, you're asking. It, this is I couldn't tell you. Is it is no it idea. just emote slots? Because you can sub to affiliates, right? Sure. Oh, Cole, you're muted. It's numerous. It's not. It's not just that. I I I don't know the okay. exact difference, but it is more than a few things so there's like a, a whole like achievement oriented journey from affiliate to partner making mm. partners like a big deal for an affiliate so okay. yeah yeah the metrics and requirements are also totally different as well yeah but there is at least a a, a clear-cut path it seems uh yeah. to the most part these days yeah mm -hmm. whereas back in the day it was like i don't Ooh. know submit it and see if you get it <laughs> Yep. <laughs> did you, That's exactly right do you guys remember back then like i because i remember like getting information from different sources as as far as what twitch wants or wanted to to make you a partner yeah and back in the day like being a twitch partner you had to like have some pretty sizable numbers before oh, yeah. they even considered you for it and i'm not talking like a hundred concurrence i'm talking like a thousand was a the thousand number. concurrence like it was always about, yeah back back when i um got my partnership i got denied two times before i got it and yep. it was a it was an, a consistent average of 350 viewers huh, okay. so and i and the second time i actually hit that number multiple times in a week and they responded with well that's you know that's not your average uh, yeah it's, it's spiked a little it's bit you know you're not you're not quite there so let us know when you're concurrent and you know we'll we'll talk so it's like yeah Back okay. in my day, Zeke, you want to know what my process was? I actually What's found that? this email. It was uh, an email to Kevin Lynn, who I think was the COO at the time, mm -hmm. uh, that was a follow-up because he messaged me and said, hey, we're doing this sub thing where people can subscribe to your stream. Are you interested? And I took two weeks to respond to say yes or no. I Because I didn't know. I said, like, I got to yeah. think about it. Because I, I think I was streaming to... I think Ustream was the big thing that everyone was on. And then you would put those VODs on blip at the time. And the, <laughs> and the blip CPMs were like pretty high. And so everyone was doing that. Um, and so I responded to the email and he introduced me to Justin, uh, who no longer work, works at the company, who I forgot what he, what, what he was uh, title-wise. And his response was, okay, your channel has subscriber button now. 
like 10 minutes later and that was the that was the process now was it justin of justin tv uh i don't know if it was named after him to be honest i i i should know because i know justin i i don't know i actually don't know if it was named after him it might it it was probably named after justin khan this was justin wong who you guys know okay um not the fighting game uh player for for chat uh Justin Wong's a he was an old school twitch employee um but I think justin.tv was named after Justin Khan who was one of the him and Emmett were the people that started Justin slash twitch so I think that's where that came from okay um but yeah it it uh it's changed over the years and so now I'm glad that there's a much more streamlined uh process with affiliates to partners and all that stuff one of the one of the better changes for sure um across the the past 12 years or 10 years however long it's been been a been a long time um <clears throat> and i get rejected a couple times too like and then i and then you know it's just it's just one of those things like it's it like i am not ashamed of like using every single like name drop that i could possibly like i had i had not i didn't have many <laughs> i didn't have many <laughs> don't get me wrong but i had a couple i'm like and you may have seen me on, you know, Man versus Game Stream, or you may have the blah blah blah. And I know this person and that. Or like, I named like the three people I know that they might also know. Yeah. And then finally, they're like, God, all right, you know, <laughs> like kind of, kind of like with the the Twitter verified. They're like, Jesus, fine, here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm going through another verification process, and it's it it's rigorous. Uh, it's like. You have to have six articles that are written about you on the internet. So mm-hmm. that it's like they're going that whole process. It's like, geez, okay. I guess we'll try to figure something. <laughs> Does this count? Does this Wikipedia article count? Is that an actual artist? <laughs> I remember that for Twitter. I'm like, they specify on Twitter, like you have to have, or, or, or they, they want articles that have your actual name. Yeah. yeah. Like, I have a few articles, but they're all my, my Twitch name, you know, like, and they don't, they don't have like, you know, Zach Ezekiel Kreider. Like they don't have that yeah. in them. It's mostly like Ezekiel the third or Zeke. And I'm like, that ain't going to work. And they're like, <laughs> they reject. And they kept like, I kept like writing and they're like, this doesn't count, bro. Doesn't count. It doesn't say your name. I'm like that's why I have a screen name. Yeah. So I don't have to say my real name. Yep. That's how that goes. That's how that goes. Um, yeah. Circling back to the, the, the keynote. Um, then they brought out a longtime uh, partner. Haley uh, was there, um, mm-hmm. which I'm, uh, she, she works and I'm going to, I I'm, don't remember where she works now. It's for a American heart association. There you go. The American heart association, um, which like, the jaded part of me was like, so you're bringing out a partner who you guys are very much affecting and had to leave the platform for another job to then give her money <laughs> for her charity. Like, sure. Okay. Twitch. Yeah. Let's all right. Uh, but they gave her, uh, they surprised her, uh, with a hundred thousand, uh, to the, uh, the American heart association, which, which is awesome. Um, and it was a nice segue because at that point Emmett pointed at the check and said, which is exactly how much our partners will make before we slash their <laughs> earnings. So see, it's like a double. I, yeah, I, I couldn't believe he said it uh, when he said it, but I'm glad that he, he was out there bold facing. You, you know, know, 
transparency is important it is it is yeah um yeah i and then i don't think i mean they spoke for like 50 minutes but there was a lot of just like non. No, he did not really say that. <laughs> he didn't actually say that. Yet. Somebody said that he really said that. No, it's hard for Co to joke around like that because his audience is like, "Wait, what?" Whereas Wait, what? with me and Zeke, they don't even trust anything we say. Uh, <laughs> <so> <laughs> <laughs> just you gotta you gotta let us, us take those jokes. They did to their to his credit, he brought it up, which yes. I was I was surprised about that. So um, we could, uh, that's a good segue. Uh, he brought it up in the sense that we're going to be talking with partners about our recent changes to the payouts. Uh, yesterday, uh, Jake and Bake, uh, who is a popular IRL streamer, said yeah. that he went and took this meeting with Dan Clancy, the president of uh, president of Twitch, and uh, he said that that guy is he has no idea what's going on, and he left the meeting completely depressed. He was completely out of touch, as I think were his exact words. Uh, he was a pleasant person, but uh, he was completely out of touch. That was echoed by a handful of other people as well. From from the sounds of everything we're hearing in the, the diaspora, so to speak, the, yeah. the community, without actually knowing him, um, it seems more and more like this is a trademark situation of somebody coming into a company to make it make money and having no actual connection or understanding of what the company does. Yeah. They're just there to, to try to make things go better for the bottom line. Um, and, and, and we're seeing over and over and over that this seems to be what's going on here, where the, the person steering the ship is not steering the ship because he cares about the cargo. He's, he's cares about getting the ship, you know, making money off the ship. That's about it. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's, it's just becoming more and more and more and more. <laughs> for sure go on yeah um that's where we are yeah. yeah um i i think we i said this on last week's show but the the position president of twitch did not exist prior to him taking that position slash creating that position um so i think in a lot of ways he's kind of just a face for all of this stuff um because a lot of the other c-levels either didn't want uh the presumed hate <laughs> that he would be getting uh, for, for all the, the bad news that he's kind of bringing about. Um, but that's, that's a conjecture hearsay. You, you never really know how all that goes. Um, I did hear what Jake and Bake said though, from a lot of other partners that weren't public about it, that like they had this meeting with, uh, with, with Dan, the president and it, it, he just kind of like took what they said and then said like, yeah, but you know, we really, the community's great. Thanks for talking to me. <laughs> it's like, come on, man. It, I, why even take the meeting? I don't know. At that point, like, are you really doing any good? Is it just like a wall for for partners to scream at? I, I don't the, know. the the situation in a situation like that, you know, a lot of times you want to take somebody who you feel you can you can build trust in. Yeah, you want to have personal meetings to establish that trust. But the problem is, is there needs to be a reason to trust. It's, and it's sounding more and more like, like because of just how kind of out of touch Dan is with the whole situation, it's good that they tried to have the meetings, but there was no actual substance to them. Without the substance, just like you said, it can do more harm than good. Yeah. So instead they had these like relatively intimate experiences where it's like, we're listening to you, but not only do we not really understand what you're saying to us, but we don't care. Right. But we're listening. Right. Hashtag listening. 
So I got a question for you guys. This is like this announcement was a first time. A lot of synergy. A lot of synergy between us and you. Synergistic actions. Yeah. What was that, Zeke? Oh, God. I love. You ever heard a pro a pro business uh jargon person just spit out like oh yeah we're, we're gonna circle back around we're gonna table this for now circle back around we're gonna have a come to jesus meeting with that yeah and then we're gonna you know synergize and and uh you know micromanage you know oh god it's great yeah. but what i was gonna say was um we're gonna establish our baseline did you guys and leverage our success based on the effective i i, I I'm, ROI. I'm with you. With you. ROIs. Yeah. With you. a lot of ROIs. uh have you heard did you hear of like did you know this the name dan uh whatever before no he he was not at the company until very recently like they they very much (laughs) they very much created this position for him uh i can i can imagine dan like on his first day bangs the door i'm dan clancy slash all the top earners let's go give (laughs) me a give me a memo he like writes it down send it sir we got to make sure that like everyone in the company sees it nope just send it 3 a.m do it go he very much he got a big cigar yeah he very much sounds like an amazon plant to me <laughs> i have no basis for that but it, it sounds like amazon was like we need someone in there to like get rid of all the 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 twitch bleed purple folk uh and just like push what we want to push and, and that seems like seems like dan's the man for that um dan's the man for that dan's the man dan's the man for that there we yeah. go and this first time i ever saw a picture of the guy and i'm like i've First oh, thought, I haven't seen sure everyone had that thought. First thought was this dude's trying to be Branson. He's trying to be Richard Branson. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. You're not wrong. What? <laughs> I know. I he's looked got, at him. I was a, like, he's got a Branson. This is, this is uh, <laughs> what a Kirkland brand Branson. <laughs> wow. Huh? I had not dude, seen a photo. Dude, you're dude not worked wrong. at next door, Google <clears throat> and NASA. Hmm. got a track record it's like that's that's i'm sure he watched a lot of twitch to those companies <laughs> uh yeah ron in the in the chat says dan is at twitch since 2019 he's a staff member so i trust him uh so there you go he's there been go. there three years three so like he was a evp for watch e product officer so i think he may have moved his way up gotcha okay maybe yeah um the other thing and and uh I can pull up the tweet as well. It, it kind of coincides with a lot of the conversations I was having with people. Cause I, I just wanted to see like, you know, how people were enjoying TwitchCon that were at the event, uh, what, what they thought, what a lot of my friends slash long-term partners of the, the platform thought, uh, everyone's was, is really depressed. Uh, they said it was like, not, they went to the con with like, uh, excitement and, and whatnot. And they got there and it was just like, what has happened? What happened in these three years? Like I'm irrelevant now. Uh, one person said specifically that they were just like walking and they would uh, have like one or two people stop over the course of the convention. And like uh, a very, very popular streamer walked by and fans literally screamed and like surrounded slash rushed the streamer. And they just kind of looked at them and were like, why am I here? Like, what is the point to all this? <laughs> not a not a good feeling, for sure. And this is like a well, seven or eight-year-old partner on the platform. I was talking to about that. 
a partner of seven or yes, eight years. Yes, yes, yes. Not, yes. not, not an eight-year-old person. <laughs> no, an eight-year-old partner. I can see why you would think that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, no, it's, yeah, it's, it's like, if you could, if you could step back and look at the big picture after Amazon bought Twitch, like, this was, this was going to happen. Like, yeah, it was yeah. going to, if it continued to grow, it was going to get less personal, less family uh, oriented or less like a feeling of a family, you know, a feeling of a, like a, like a, like a mafia thing. You know, say this is our thing. It's like, it's, you know, it's our thing. You know, it's not our thing anymore. It's everybody's thing. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, that's, that was, that's bound to happen. And it, 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 it does suck, but like, that's what happens when you, when you put, you know, when something becomes successful, <laughs> it becomes like you, you live long enough to, to become the villain kind of a thing <laughs> sure 100%. we've had that exact conversation many times on on this show yeah yeah for sure yeah um <clears throat> and now and now the most popular streamers like many of them don't even play game like it's it's not it's it's complete it's in some ways it has outgrown what it was like in chasing the larger numbers it has become a different thing yeah which I is of course like... great for amazon and the bottom line and stuff some more power to them you know that's what totally why amazon bought the company I mean, it's it's doing it's doing what they're hoping. Yeah, I would say the majority of, of top streamers don't play yeah. games. Yeah, yeah, I would I would go well, for yeah. If yeah. they do, it's the back half of their stream where they're quote quote unquote winding down uh, for a lot of those channels, and you'll see the numbers oh, yeah. quote wind down as well uh, when they swap off of that because that's not what what a lot of those types of viewers are looking for, right? They they want the reacts, and and that's that's just kind of the nature of of content creation. Uh, I think ultimately yeah. these days that's, that's where it's trending and taking, taking stock of like, you know, uh, uh, what does my therapist call it? It's a uh, act, act, not active listening. It's, it's, um, it's a be here now mentality. There's a word for it. Um, and, uh, mind, mindfulness, mindlessness, mindfulness. <laughs> yeah. Like being mindful of, of the emotions that I was having while like, watching the VOD of the keynote, like, like before it even happened before, like it's before Emmett came out, before it even started, <clears throat> I felt, I didn't, I didn't feel excitement like no, I used to, no, you know, not at all. Yeah. I didn't feel excitement. I didn't feel like camaraderie. I didn't feel anything. I felt like there was a little bit of fear in there. Like, <laughs> what, what is he, what's he, what's he going to say? What's he going to do now? How, like, how is how is uh what he's going to say fuck up shit on Twitch for everyone? You know, like and that's a <laughs> terrible feeling to have. Sure. You know, I used to be like I used to be like, hey, welcome to TwitchCon DJ Weed here 20 2018. Wow, it is like, yeah, fucking that's our guy. Woo! And now it's just like ah. there's the there's the you know, the businessman who looks like he just got out of Burning Man. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm coming out on stage to tell us, like, listen, we said this thing, and we're going to talk about it later. Promise. I felt, uh, I don't know if it was, like, second, I, I'm, I don't know how to classify them. Maybe secondhand embarrassment. Maybe I was, like, feeling sorry for, I don't know what it was. Mary came out and was like, let's get some bleed purples in the chat. And I was like, no. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. And then they would like pull up the uh, the comments at the bottom, and I would like slash user to see who those people were, 
a lot of them were staff. Uh, a lot of them were uh, staff. That was of, an, of that was uh, to their credit. That was an incredibly moderated chat. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So. Which I feel like for big public events like that, I mean, they, they should have been years ago. So you know, can't can't really can't really fault them for that. But yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, control the message for sure um they are they did announce when when uh emmett talked about the um the ad changes and everything that i think it's today like 30 minutes after our normal um showtime i think that's when they're streaming their like q a with emmett and dan and a bunch of people uh, on some panel is that today i think that's okay. happening today yeah um <clears throat> so i i might check that out but i I, I I don't know how they're gonna if they're just gonna take questions from the chat if they're or if they're gonna take questions from like the people there after like clearing what they're gonna ask that seems kind of dicey to me um, it might be a real a real interesting panel to watch just for the sake of like what's gonna happen and and I think I know what they're gonna say and it's not much it, it's like ultimately this is the path that we're going and this is the direction you know. It is what it is, because um, I don't think that I don't think there's anything that would get Twitch to change their path at this point. Like they're dead set on it. No, nothing is going to occur. They need, you know, they need the money, <laughs> according to according to that damn blog post. So, yeah. Well, I'll probably check that out and at least see what's there, uh, see what they say. But I'm not expecting much from that. Um, and then that's that's kind of like TwitchCon. It seems very much comparable to uh, TwitchCon EU uh, that happened earlier uh, earlier this year, I think, in Amsterdam. A um, lot of the same booths. They had a lot of activations. Uh, like Lost Ark is there. You've got uh, Rings of Power plastered up on all the walls because, of course, why not? Um, the Lenovo Legion booth had a like. I don't like a jousting area type deal where you'd get up on yeah, these like little, American like, gladiators. Yeah. Like an American gladiator situation. Um, I saw a lot of content creators that were doing clips, uh, on that. Um, unfortunately one of them, uh, was on it yesterday and like, I think she joke jumped off or like jumped off of it essentially. And she did a cheerleader, a cheerleader move where you, the, okay. the jump in the air and touch your toes, like, you know, do the splits and touch your toes. Got it. She wanted to do that. Yeah. Yeah. One of the issues is that, and, and I saw this as just a response on the tweet. So take it with a grain of salt, but apparently those foam things were just over the show floor. Yeah. There was no pad or anything. There was no padding or anything. So she literally did like a split in the air and then put all of her weight on landing on her butt yeah. like on the floor. She broke her um, back in two places, broke her back in two places. And she was getting a meter long thing installed today. It'd yeah, be a surgery. It's a surgery. horrible, horrible, horrible situation. Yeah. yeah um so I, I but of course you know before how, she do that she signed a waiver so <laughs> right yeah yeah i don't know how to say the last name but adrian chechik i think that's right yeah that's, that's right. right sounds correct wish that's who we're talking about absolute, in case you're wondering the yeah. absolute best yeah that's uh definitely an awful situation really wonder what that she was on a pedestal too like, oh yeah she was she yeah. got some air yeah. for sure she got some air um Really wonder what uh, what that booth looks like today. <laughs> you know, like, are people just not interacting with it? Are like, are they, I really love well, one of those I'll IRL streamers what. to walk over there and just check it out. 
I'll tell you what, if it was anything like the ball pit at Chuck E. Cheese, there was like caution tape around it and says no entry <laughs> because some kid peed in it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's just a hand a hastily handwritten note that says do not use this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh not great. Not great with that. Um Yeah, and then I like that's that's TwitchCon. They had the the Twitch partner partner party is that i think what they're calling it last night which had uh a bunch of acts that i can't name off the top of my head even though i am familiar with oh, them. that was that's not the partner party because everyone's that's just that the twitchcom party yeah i think so okay yeah. gotcha. i think it was yeah. the big the big public party gotcha it was uh I think they had the partner party the first night from what i heard that sounds right okay yeah, yeah it was the, the acts were uh kim paytos maybe there's here's boomer central right here and then uh, Megan the Stallion, and uh, about I don't it was probably like eleven my time. I think it was like nine their time. Uh, the clips of her twerking with Master Chief on stage uh, got out and went a little viral. That's a thing. Um, so that 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 it seemed you know seemed fine. Just real quick, settle this once and for all for me. Okay, you just pronounced uh, her middle name the don't say the right i've always i what did i just say i, I thought it was the. the you said megan the stallion you said it the it's spelled I, I don't think it's a situation like she was trying to get an xbox handle and had to add a letter <laughs> i think i think she is megan the stallion yeah i think it's the stallion yeah okay it is the yeah. okay. okay 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 no i wasn't trying to correct you or anything i honestly didn't i heard it both ways sure and i i've never had it like definitively said and I never like you know looked it up myself if, if if it was supposed to be the or the. Yeah, is she a rapper. <laughs> I, first time I ever heard of her was a TwitchCon party. Yeah, I'm not sure who it is. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, um, and that's the thing. Like uh, JP and I were 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 chatting before the before the show today. Like we like it, <laughs> it goes by age. You know, it's like <laughs> what are the 25 or 20 to 20 to 35 or 19 to 35, whatever that radio demographic. Like, what are they listening to? And I'm well past that. So like when, when it was us, it was, you know, Darude and Dead Mouse and Blink-182. And now it's, you know, I'm not saying anything bad. I'm just saying they're acts I've never heard of because I'm old. You know? Yeah, it's a younger like, audience. Oh, oh yeah, same, 100%. 100%. Yeah, younger younger audience, without a doubt. I couldn't name you 10 new new acts in the last 10 years. Yeah. Real yeah. talk. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, there was a, we were watching, oh, God, uh, Oh, it's that new comedy on Netflix, uh, Jexy or whatever. Yeah. Um, and uh, there was a, ra the, uh, a, a rapper, singer, artist, um, and his name was Cuddy something. Kid Cuddy? And I was like... Kid Cuddy? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, he's, and, he's been around for a while. He's, he's great. But that's the thing. Like, like Katie said, like, you don't know who that is? I'm like, I have no fucking clue that is. Like, <laughs> oh, they're pretty big. Pretty big. I went, really? Okay. Yeah shit <laughs> i guess i i just listen to like video game osts now so <laughs> hell like i don't know anybody yeah yeah kid cuddy's been around for a while i would i would say he was around in like early 2010s if i recall correctly oh really that long yeah he's shit. like day and night is pretty old uh pretty no, old album uh which was like his you've probably heard the song i, I would think if you oh, wait day and night yeah that's kid Cudi. i know i know i've heard that too many times i'm sure oh, yeah. yeah like that's snippets like a, here and there like just classic just, oh. yeah <laughs> okay the pursuit of happiness and all okay. that yeah okay that's, that's him. Yeah. yeah okay i knew that song i know that song i didn't know that was him 
I, and I never heard the name before. Like, and it have had it register. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that that's TwitchCon. Uh, there's like, there's not, they didn't, that I, I think TwitchCon is going to be um, less and less about like <clears throat> the platform of Twitch and more about uh, like meeting the superstars of Twitch. Um, it, it's essentially VidCon. If you've ever heard or been to that, it's, it's the, the Twitch version of VidCon uh, where you get a lot of, a lot of zoomers, a lot of young folk. I think that's reflective of if, if you go watch a lot of the panels, whenever they would introduce like a Minecraft star and you just hear a bunch of shrieks from the audience, that's who's generally there. Uh, (laughs) It's it's a bunch of of tweens is is how that goes. Um, no, I, you know, I, I would love to hear like people who went to the original Comic-Con and like, like what they you know, thought these, about it. Yeah. Yeah. These 70 year old dudes are just like, I was at the first one, man. And it was like, I knew every booth. I knew every person. Like, that's how I felt. Like, that's how I feel now. Like first Twitch kind of, I was like, fuck, I know like all of the people who are running the booths and like everybody that's working here or like, you know, a good chunk of people like, and now it's, it's just, I feel like. You know, it, it's, I don't know anybody anymore. <laughs> yeah. 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 It, uh, it's just, you know, platforms old now or older. Yep. It's still in a lot of ways in its infancy and at a macro scale, but like 10 years. It's evolving. Yes. Is what's happening. The platform is evolving and has been. Do you guys have any, any amount of FOMO? I thought I was going to, and I had a tiny mm-hmm. bit on friday when people are tweeting photos from the uh the partner yep. party 100 because most importantly uh, when people were tweeting photos of like meeting each other yeah and, you know, arms over arms and like like that it's 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 super cool to be able to physically see people that you play with and talk to regularly at yeah. those conventions like that's yeah yeah um but i that was like quickly diminished as i watched like a bunch of the irl streams uh one of the other things that i heard from some of the the longer partners that were there um is that everyone streams like you walk around on that show floor and you will walk by like 10 cameras at once uh on the show floor of people just walking around it's all just irl streams um of all varying sizes in terms of viewership you know some have thirty thousand, some have 30 some have three mm. but it's just not like everyone has an irl backpack and everyone's walking around with a camera or a phone and it's all just streamed um and like, I don't know if I want to be around like that just gives me anxiety thinking about that. And the fact that that many people are streaming, uh, the event is, is kind of crazy to con- consider, but it's definitely where the platform's at right now. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cause the second that one of those smaller streams has a giant partner walk by that isn't streaming that gets clipped, it goes onto LSF. Then that person has from three viewers to 300 just because they walked by, xqc with his now ex-girlfriend and it's drama and people are like whoa why is he walking with like that type of shit right like that that's what popped up over the weekend um is is that on on lsf and it uh it's kind of the sign of the times the sign of the platform um so that's twitchcon (laughs) i don't have anything else to say i saw did y'all see dan's tweets They, they i thought dan's tweets about the whole thing were like pretty oh I feel like I feel like Dan's tweets were were pretty like pretty perfect yeah. in terms of just how, what's happened to the, like 
there's there's different ways that a company can handle its OG. Like yes. they can either they can either adapt the company to the new folk, or they can kind of like lift up and 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 really kind of celebrate where they came from. And Twitch is one hundred percent going for the former, where they are saying we are adapting, and we are focusing on what's new and hot and hip. And if you were one of the older folk, 95 percent of the time, like cool, you can't keep up. Well. Pastures that way. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. There you go. Have fun. It it was like, uh, uh, yeah. It was kind of uh, I, I don't know how I feel about it, but I, on one of Dan's tweets, like twitter.com slash twitch responded to it with like a heart or something. And I was like, really? Like that's <laughs> that's all you're okay. Sure. Why not? Why not? Um yeah. I did for see those, it for those wondering what we're talking about. <clears throat> Um, yeah, I didn't know which one specifically to pull up. So I, I, we're there. I, one of the, here we go. TwitchCon makes me feel like an older model of car on a show floor. Yeah. I think, and then here's what I personally can relate to. I'm too old and fat for this. I'm exhausted already. <laughs> yeah. That one I feel in my soul. Yeah. Yep. Man, I felt that from like, it- every twitchcon though like you're kind of right to be fair you're kind of right fair, yeah I, I mean i got in i got into the game at 30 you know like i was already a, an adult when i started doing twitch sure and uh Same, dude me too yeah i felt like i felt like old old man uh ever since like from day one i'm just older now i'm <laughs> like even older and i think they should have at twitchcon they should have old person area, a retirement villa, like a cordoned off area. area where you have to show your ID and you have to be at least, I want to say 33. There you could be, be at least 33 to get in there. there at the be. old, the old streamer corral. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they hand you a walker be, when you get in there. Bridge and a walker and like all sorts of great things. They could do one of those little golf hats that's green and see-through. So you know it can keep the bright lights out of our eyes because it hurts. Yeah. Um, Dude, and have shuffleboard. Man, we could have. That would be such a blast. A I think that's area. a great idea. I really do. And you there should. would be no loud music. The music would be there, but it would be quiet, so everyone could talk to each other. It'd just be smooth. That's one jazz, of the hugest mistakes like the they've always made at I, TwitchCon parties. I did hear that the Twitch, the partner party on Thursday, I, whenever it was Thursday, Friday night uh that it, they nailed everything about it like there was a it was not super loud everyone could talk uh food was handed out all the drinks were super monitored like they they got everything right for that um whereas when we were going it was like let's play the loudest fucking music that we can with crazy bass and have all the they partners tried, they tried to make it a <laughs> Ready, let me imitate. experience is what they did they tried to make it like you were going to a club yeah like and let me was, imitate jp try and talk <laughs> Hey, oh. hey man, I'm really enjoying your content. I hope, are you good? <laughs> it was a lot of that for like four hours. Being yeah. sick yeah. right now, I literally would not, I could not, I could not do a tweet. Like, I, would, I would not exist. I'll tell you I would, what. I would have to bring a notepad. Writing. I'll tell you what. Uh, there were a lot of non-smokers in the smoking section at a lot of those parties. I'd be out there having to like, yeah. I didn't think he smoked. Like, I don't. I'm here to talk to you. Yeah, I gotta get because away. here we can oh, talk because yeah. we're outside. Yeah. <coughs> the other the other thing that was always uh, really crazy to see at the earlier uh, 
And this was really the Twitch parties at like PAX, uh, specifically the one in San Antonio is what I remember. Um, but like the drinks were kind of unregulated in the sense that those hurricanes at uh, PAX South uh, at the Twitch party, yeah, those shouldn't have been served probably. <laughs> <laughs> they were like and, I mean, hurricanes that were like this, that was like 70, 30 alcohol to, to whatever else. Yeah, that, that was a pretty wild night for a lot of people. Um, yeah. But it, the, the big thing is, is it's good to know, like at least in that regard, the, the partner party was definitely one of the highlights, even when they were bad. Oh, yeah. The fact that they're they actually great. working on making them good and stuff like that. Like that's, that's no huge step forward. I'm going pretty much for sure to TwitchCon next year. Yeah. So I'm hoping that that kind of, you know, continues. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah we'll see. Doing all the things next year because man, it's been two and a half years of of zero, <laughs> and I am like, I don't know how Katie and I still stand each other. I really don't like. <laughs> we're we're both work from home streamers, and we're around each other literally twenty four hours a day. Yeah, and we have not killed each other, and it's that's a small miracle right there. But definitely next, need to get out. Year. Dude. I need to go to cons. <laughs> we need we need to we need to contact like everyone who's been on Twitch more than five years and be like next TwitchCon is like the big last hurrah like everyone get out there like everyone like bring your communities like let's make it like one more old school TwitchCon like you know we'll 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 get we'll buy a booth there you go <laughs> we'll buy the a old, booth old from folks Twitch. home yeah the old, the old folks home. home yeah and like and like and have you know our our centralize our people around there like yeah. oh man dude we should we should like get those uh uh those those SNL five year five time host jackets. We should get those for like yes. Who's been a partner for more than five years? You get one of these jackets and you're allowed. Make them into just the... like gold and purple sequins <laughs> with like bleed purple across the back and their names across yeah. the front. Yeah, <laughs> it is kind of weird that like Twitch hasn't done anything in regards to like a legacy program or like an awards. Like there was always talk about that stuff internally, and and I know firsthand there was talk about that stuff internally. But it just never went anywhere. They never, they, they what, have never done like a YouTube plaque or anything like that. What you're saying is exactly what I was alluding to earlier when I was like, Twitch is looking forward. They're not looking backwards. They're yeah. not looking at the people that built it. They don't, they don't, in fact, in their mind, I think they probably want people to be focusing on the newer, larger IRL, like the stuff that they've been doing recently. Like, so if anything, I mean, again, this is kind of slightly doom and gloomy, but it's again, it's just numbers. It's just math. Yeah, but you know, like if anything, I think in a lot of ways they wish that like a lot of the older crew would just kind of you know fade away and go get real jobs, uh, while like the new younger IRL streamers like you know kind of take the reins, so to speak. They probably see it as a generational passing of the baton. You know, in in their eyes, it's probably not this bad thing. It's probably just kind of like this is what Twitch is now. Like, did you guys notice that in the in the there's been like no official announcement. But in the loot cave area, there's like a new Twitch logo. I saw, it's yeah, like that this, was being. It's more hip, like rounded, like it's it's it doesn't it's not an old school blocky Twitch thing, and it's like, are they like subtly going as far as just like changing what Twitch looks like yeah. without even telling anyone? Like yeah. it's kind of it's kind of wild. Uh, people are saying to show it if you have a picture of it. Uh, and yeah, it, I think it, Zach is tweeting it. It up. basically is the cursive equivalent of a of the Twitch logo is uh is the best way to think about it so it's it's just Let's there's like no straight edges it's bubbly and you know I, I can't imagine how many focus groups it went through to get to that point <laughs> <laughs> oh god probably too many uh yeah i think this is it 
Are these boomer takes? The whole show is, the whole show is boomer, boomer frames, man. Yeah. Yeah, this is, this is literally boomer frames. Most of the drop frames these days, it's just us talking about what Twitch used to be. Yeah. Let's be real. That's what, that's basically what the show has become. It's what games we're playing and, and the good old days. Like that's what the show is. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. That, there you go. There it is. It looks like the thing that's so weird about this. And I bet, and I wouldn't be surprised if they did this on purpose. That looks like a person that looks like a dude. It doesn't look like a, a, a chat thing. box anymore. It looks like a guy. Like it looks like an actual per it's personified. So you know what it looks like to me. First time I saw it, I was like, that's a boo. And Mario. funny enough, on this particular shirt, you can see the previous logos that they were doing before the Twitch word there. You can see the evolution to what it is now, um, which were essentially drunk scribbles into a, <laughs> you know, somewhat gadget-looking thing. Yeah. 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 Anyways, I don't know if this was just one-off merch, or I don't know if Zach actually got, like, an official comment on it. I think if they were to change things, it would be pretty vocal about it, but... Dude, that, like, the maybe, thing maybe that, not. Again, the thing, this is this is Twitch merch. Yeah, at Twitch con. Yeah. It does not get more official than that. If they're like literally changing the logo on their sanctioned gear, like I mean, for all we know, this maybe is a they're... giant. This was a giant test <gasps> for them. They were like, let's yeah, just exactly. let's just do this and see if people like it. And if they do, we'll just make a big official switch. And if no one talks about it or they don't like it, we'll just be like, ah, it's just yeah. one off. You know, it's like safe yeah. in both ways. Yeah, like a restaurant soft opening, like. Mm. yeah see test our menu see if people like it see what people comment on and like keep it hush hush and then we'll do the real grand opening later yeah what did i didn't see any of this we're getting into the drama world but what was going on with the dream thing did you guys see any of this drama where dream had a panel and there i just was heard the, i just heard about the face reveal is that news no no, no that was that was in a twitch con that 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 was a thing that happened. He he like revealed his okay. face for the first time, which is it took over. I think it had like one point three million people on YouTube watching it, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, Dream Dream is a giant He's YouTube yeah. person. Yeah, like one of the biggest right now. Um, so the the, the controversy was that the room that was hosting uh the Dream and other SMP members, which is like a part of a group that the Dream is a part of, um, who's arguably one of the biggest content creators in the world right now, had four hundred seats. For his panel so i think his audience was a little pissed because like they, that could have been a main room panel i feel not only that he could have filled up that whole um, fucking thing right yeah i saw i'll, I'll right back from, i take the dog out real quick He's going crazy. i saw tweets from okay. elspeth eastman who was talking about like she was uh relatively she was very very frustrated because apparently people had waited outside of her panel for hours and then when it was about to begin told that they couldn't get in so it's like it's like they they didn't like they were actually there waiting for a long period of time and then turned away, um, which is kind of like it's wild. Man. That's that's yeah. really really unfortunate. Like that's yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, so hold on. So they were they have a certain capacity for those rooms, right? Yep. Yeah. And normally they would have like someone stand like. Oh like no no! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sign or something that says like I brought this the is where the line ends. No one else is coming in. Dude, I brought the tweet up, and and I I, I I I'm sorry. She was not talking about her panel. She was. This is the exact tweet. The dream panel today was great, but holy shit, the mismanagement. Oh, else can't stop tweet. thinking about it. People got shut out who were waiting for hours. Not nearly a big enough room. Poor community. I felt for him today, and it was tough trying to keep the energy high. Knowing there were yeah. people. 
that there were people who got turned away. I was nervous asking the prepped questions as they were geared for people who might want to know more. It was absolutely not even the vibe of the room, dude. People just wanted fun and love, and it got trampled. Yeah, for and I think from the sounds of it, she was one of the hosts. Yes, yes, I believe she was. Um, that's yeah. what I took from that tweet as well. Uh, for reference, this was uh, TwitchCon EU uh, at Amsterdam. This was the room that they had there. So it looks like it's main room, uh, very, very large audience, which they had no problem uh, filling. And then this what was if, what does SMP stand for? It's like his uh, Minecraft group, essentially. Uh, it's, it's, it's a whole group of like super popular YouTube, yeah, uh, Minecraft streamers. This is TwitchCon San Diego. This was the room they gave them. <laughs> Which, oh wow, yeah, kind of rough. I'd, I'd probably yeah. be a little bit upset about that too. I went to bigger rooms for our Cutco presentations in high school. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, to be honest, like we had bigger rooms back when Drop Frames we did, was like drop at, frames. At, yep. uh, on the main stage. They gave us, granted, it was however long ago that was, eight years, six years, something I like that. I think it was 18, 19 years now. Yeah, yeah. Back in the old, back in the black and white days when everything was... Yeah. Mm. There back was no in the ocean pictures <laughs> that's right yeah uh so that sucks. we didn't have we didn't have voice we just had to type it into microsoft sam and he'd speak for us <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly there's so many levels that doesn't make sense i love it that's right <laughs> and we made it work back in the day is what i'm saying yeah <laughs> with good old gum and hot glue and duct tape <laughs> Yeah, so that that was, I think, the uh, quote unquote biggest controversy so far up until the um, the uh, unfortunate accident on the the Lenovo booth, whatever that was. Yeah, yeah, which apparently, according to people in chat, is still up and running today. Uh, they have not closed that or or <laughs> done anything with that. Which, from a legal perspective, uh, if they close that, does that mean that they are at fault? Like, I, I don't know how that. Uh, I'm not a lawyer. I don't know how that would work. It, I don't think it matters because they anyone the who went in there signed documents. So, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, I mean, like it, it's the kind of thing where it may even say in the document somewhere that, you know, the there's hard floor under the foam. Please be aware of this. Blah, blah, blah. You know, like, I, mean, I don't think there's any liability there. I think Twitch is, if anything, very good at the corporate these days. Oh, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. I would, I would not be concerned in any way. It's just a really unfortunate thing. You know, it, nobody's really at fault. Super, super unfortunate. Um, uh, yeah. I think, I think they are streaming right now, but I don't, is it, it's not slash Intel, is it slash Lenovo or Lenovo? I just want to see what their stream was like. If they were just showing more, I don't know what their stream is. It might just be slash Intel and they're a, a different part of the booth. Um, I did see a cool thing from the, and this might already be something that was out there. I didn't know about it until uh, TikTok of all places informed me. Um, at the Intel booth, they have a Intel uh, knock, which is essentially just a small computer. It's about like the size of this. And they're starting to package them in full desktops or NUC, N-U-C. That's what it is. Is it pronounced Nook? It's pronounced Nook. Okay. Thank you, Barry. Um, small little box like this, full PC. It's got a pretty powerful CPU in it. Um, and they're 
packaging them in other large form cases so that you can do a two PC setup with one case, which is pretty slick. Like, so you don't have to, mm. you don't have to have like two, you know, full towers. You just buy the one uh, that comes with both. Okay. Which is kind of a cool, so, uh, cool thing. That is actually pretty cool because it, it like, I wonder if they're setting it up specifically to be like your streaming PC because your gaming PC got to have all the big bells and whistles and you know the the fucking huge fuck all uh, video card and all that kind of shit. So that's got to be a big thing. But uh, I wonder if they they made all of the parts for streaming uh, like encoding, basically. So you run your OBS on that. Yeah, and yeah, then it it okay. That's exactly right. That's awesome. That's really cool. Yeah, uh, this is like I think their ad for it. Maybe you can kind of see like that's how small it is. I think they even have a smaller I version than that. I would immediately question how powerful that is for like for a streaming PC. Yeah, like it's it's good to have a separate machine, but at the same time, if you're wanting to get like the point of a streaming machine is that you're able to throw enough resources at streaming to run super high encoding so your stream looks really good. Mm. But I mean, if that little computer isn't enough to do I, that, then you may even have more benefit of having everything on one computer. I, I think it's like an i9, like a Gen 11 i9, which is pretty, that's what, I have a okay. i9 in there right now, I think. 59, the, something like that. The, uh, uh, the thing that keeps coming to mind is the same thing I'm sure that people thought of, but like, I'm picturing like, not only does this run your streaming, but look at the top. You can steam vegetables while you compute. <laughs> right on the top of that while thing. Oh, my God. Set it and forget it. Speaking of uh, hard, did you guys see that uh, Asus ROG 4090 that's going around? Did you guys see how big that card is? Oh, yes. Bigger than an Xbox Series S. They put it next to a PS5. The PS5 was about like that much taller. So if you have a PS5 next to you, it's that height, basically. And it weighs like seven pounds for a GPU, just for a graphics card. That's crazy. Well, you ta uh, you're talking about the 40? Yeah, it was a 4090. Okay. Yeah. It's crazy. Wow. It's like 75, 80% of what a PS5 is. And a PS5 is big. Like, those are it... big fucking consoles. Well, if you know, like, how a like a video card goes in, right, It it it's usually only connected like on like on two sides right yeah it's connected on on the you know to the motherboard and then to the to the back of the pc yeah, right to the case the chassis does it come with like like scaffolding because like, <laughs> you think like it would need it like a little extra support maybe 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 a, maybe a little rope that's attached to the top of the pc so i think some there. i think some do come with some sort of it does yeah oh my god it's okay. not necessarily it, it's some like support uh thing that you put on there uh, but the other situation is that, like, they were pulling out pretty stock, like, Lian Lee cases, which, perfectly fine case. They It couldn't fit. Like, the card was yep. too long that it wouldn't fit in, like, a normal... I, I think they were normal ATX cases. Um, or or maybe mini ATX cases, but, yeah. No, that was Fucking definitely huge. a consideration when the 30, uh, 3080s and 3090s came out. Uh, was about the time that I was, I was um, putting together a new... A gaming pc uh piecing you know taking pieces and, and getting cases and stuff and you have to make sure like the case will say like this is 3080 compatible you know like it'll fit that brick will fit inside of here <laughs> yeah 
Here's the size. That's the GPU on the right. That's a PS5 on the left. If you have never seen one, look how big that thing is. <laughs> That's like astronomical. How large that thing is. And it, yeah, that's Jesus the other thing. Christ. That's the other thing is it's just like a two slot SLI bracket and the rest isn't there. Uh, the actual board itself is about half that. All of it is just cooling because those cards get so hot. It's crazy. Yeah. Oh my God. He's, he's boom boxing it, isn't he? Yeah. yeah this is uh, uh, Jay's two cents. Who's a, a big hardware YouTuber. I like it. Yeah. It's look how fucking big that card is. That's massive. Yeah. That's what he said right there is the board is about that. The rest is just cooling. It's insane to see insane to see yeah um in terms of everything else news there's not much uh overwatch had some fun uh launch problems overwatch 2 rather had some fun launch problems this uh this past week but those are all seems to be fixed at this point from what i can oh, tell funny story um lion ray in my chat just goes keep watching he tries to fit it into a case and it doesn't oh yeah 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 <laughs> That's a good point, man. I'm sure there's lots of cases that just cannot handle that size. Yep. I think that already um, happened. In the video. What were we gonna say, Zeke? Is Overwatch too big? I know it's I know like it's, it's hard it's, to say. It's 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 got some hype. You know, I've seen some streamers playing it and stuff like that, but yeah. Is it it doesn't seem like it's it's got any like staying power. Well, it's hard to say because right now on Twitch <laughs> there's drops, right? So all these streams are super inflated um, from a viewership sure. perspective. Um, and I do know that they paid a bunch of Valorant streamers as well to do sponsored streams over the next uh, week. Um, and so that's also going to add to that viewership. Um, it's free to play though. So like anyone can download it. I think that just in general will spike up like the user base on on the game to begin with. The real test is like what happens a week, two weeks, a month from now. Like, are people still going to be playing it? I don't know. Right. Time will, time will tell. Um, I, I, I spent one day in it. Uh, and then I was like, eh, it's, I'm okay. This is Overwatch. I'm good. Um, I think most people that like are super into it are of the mentality like, God, I fucking hate this game, but I can't stop playing. Right. Like it's that type of competitive okay. game where they're, getting upset at every single thing, but they're still playing it nonstop, which sounds like Overwatch to me. Um, oh, um, yeah, the, the metrics also are kind of skewed right now. The so people are keep saying like the top in my channel, the top channel has 90K. Uh, the top channel is a is a channel that publicly embeds. Yeah. So you can't yeah. you can't ever use their metrics um, for any for anything, really. Uh, their their channel is connected to a, a popular wiki website <clears throat> that basically puts the stream into everyone who's visiting that website. Yep. So there's literally tens of thousands of people that don't even know they're watching a stream that are adding to their viewership number. Yep. So it's, you can't, it, for, for any purpose of any kind, you can't ever base any metrics of any kind off, off that channel. That being said, everything else that JP just said applies. That whatever the top channel would be, would be having crazy high numbers right now because of the drops program. Um, they're just using their embedding to make sure it's them, you know, bypassing all the people that <clears throat> put in their own hard work. Anyway, um, but yeah, it's you know, it's yeah. it's that kind of thing. Did you see? Can't uh, ever use that channel for their metrics. Did you see uh, Sequisha's tweet on that? By the way, if you no, did, I didn't. If you didn't, you should go. Let me, let me, I'll pull that up real quick. It's pretty good. Um, just while he's pulling that up, uh, someone from my chat said something that's pertinent to a few of us, and I want to know if it's true or not. They, uh, Super Sea Lion said they, they encoded the Overwatch characters so they can't easily be used in porn. 
<laughs> really? I didn't. I have not heard that. I know that is Overwatch. That true, Zeke. Zeke, what we call that is a challenge. That's different. <laughs> that's that's somebody who is actually could trying be a to challenge. foster an outcome, and they are publicly, you know, trying yeah. to light the fire, as it were, um, to to make that happen. Yeah. People in chat are saying it's already yeah. cracked. So okay, yeah, there you go. There yeah. you go. Here's the uh, here's the Kwisha's tweet. Uh, people tell content creators to diversify the work on different platforms. But the big brain move is to just make an empty wiki with a good SEO and embed your streams into it. You don't even have to offer any good information or be entertaining. It's a big power move. Just some shade. <laughs> I'm glad you explained that to me because I wanted to laugh at that, but I didn't know how to. I didn't know how <laughs> yeah. to laugh at that. Yeah, it's just... Because it seems funny that's kind of a, just That's shade. one of those tweets where it's... Uh, it, I hate the term and generally the, the, um, the kind of, you know, the the... the mo behind it but that's definitely a, like an if you know you know situation yeah um and if you don't it means absolutely nothing that's correct <laughs> yeah. yeah seo what does that mean search engine optimization it means Thanks. if yeah. you search for uh overwatch that stream comes up because it's gotcha. coming up for more people yep right uh in terms of news got a war ragnarok went gold uh that well, happened i don't know tuesday wednesday something like that um, I, there was some more news or some, uh, the Disco Elysium co-creator talked about, uh, Zom losing, uh, with the system. Did you guys read that story or follow that? I did not either. Uh, I don't know if there was actual, if that was, was just it like more the same. trying to justify what happened or. Yeah, I don't, I can pull up the article just to see. It's probably pretty long or see if chat yeah. has any takes on it. Uh, it looks like they're just providing context for everything. Mm. When gold, what does that mean? It means it's ready to be printed to uh, disc. G gold, yeah. Okay, okay. Back back in the day when a game was finalized, they would make actual gold discs. Um, right. Back at Masters. Completely. It's it's yeah It's it's just, it's a music premise. The gold the gold standard is is uh, and and this actually is true, not a joke. Um, back when they would they would um be making games and stuff the cd or dvd that had the final copy of the game so it was it was the cd the gold disc the gold copy that would then be printed fifty thousand times and sent out right. that was the gold so when a game has reached gold it is it is done essentially yeah. now these <laughs> days that term means pretty much nothing because yeah. every game that these, comes out has a day one patch that's so exactly like, right whatever. these days it means they're starting work on the day one patch Yes, that's exactly. Right. But, but, that's what, what the means. term actually what the term actually means these days is what it, what you know it means is if a game has gone gold, then if it has an upcoming release date, it is going to make it. That's that's Got what it. going gold means. It's, it means that it will be released okay. on time. Essentially, it's, it's content complete, all not means. bug complete. Is is kind of how I yeah. yeah yeah yeah. Uh, CD Projekt <clears throat> announced a whole ton of shit uh, on like Monday. There's a massive amount of uh, projects. Yes. Did you watch the investor video or the video they put out that was basically speaking to investors co? Because that no. was a that was a doozy. That was a 10 minute thing of just talking to investors. I, I, Are I you did, kidding? I co was there that. passing out cigars. He was there. <laughs> I know, right? He was there in, in the room. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I I put a couple replies and and tweets up myself. Um I think, I think like one of my replies is like the biggest reply on the main tweet. But nice. It was uh it was it was um introduce it all. I'm gonna go very good news. Dog. Yeah. Cause they, okay. there was like 
six new IPs that they let me let me, let me bring it up and we can kind of go down the list. But I'll yes, there in, there was a uh, a huge amount of of real big announcements. So the first the first big news is Orion, and that is Cyberpunk two. So they announced Cyberpunk two. We know it's coming. We know it's happening. Um, it's it's basically it's the code name for the next Cyberpunk game, which is going to take the Cyberpunk franchise further and continue to harness the potential of this dark future universe. Um, which is so we know Cyberpunk two is coming. Second announcement is Polaris, which is the next installment of The Witcher. So we also know that there's a new Witcher game coming. It has been announced for years, so we know that there's a new Witcher game coming. That is now called Polaris. Um, now, is that a working they, title? Is that a running title? Yes, these or, are all working or... titles. These are code names. These are code name titles. Okay. These are not the names of the title. They also Oh, it says Project Polaris, Project yes. Anis Majoris. They also announced that Polaris is going to be the first in a AAA RPG trilogy. So we now know that, that, that they're, they're basically remaking Witcher 1, 2, and 3 in like a whole new thing. Um, the next one yeah. is uh, Canis Majoris, and that is the full-fledged Witcher game that is separate to Polaris. Um, it is separate to the new Witcher saga starting with Polaris. It will be developed by an external studio that is headed by um, devs that have worked on past Witcher games. So it's like a spin-off studio. It's making a Witcher-adjacent game, and that's Canis Majoris. Then we have Sirius, which is a new game being developed by Molasses Flood, and that is set in the universe with support from CDPR. Um, and we don't really know what that is. We know it's going to be multiplayer with single-player stuff, but that could be all over the place. We know, like, nothing about that. And then we got so Hadar. three Witcher-related games so far, like, that they announced? They, they've technically, I mean, if you want to break down this Polaris as introducing three, that's like five witcher games that's polaris and it's two follow-ups and then canis majoris the full-fledged witcher game in the uh, so it's four total um okay. they've kind of like soft announced but of course we don't know anything about any of them yet um and then right. finally we have oh and then and then sirius as well um and then we also have um hadar which is a brand new ip created from scratch we have no clue what that is they haven't even started making it yet they're just they're just figuring out what the game's going to be essentially and uh, that is a not cyberpunk, not Witcher, but major IP that they have announced. Yep. I just like, I, I just, I, they don't, they don't give you any information. They just give you the name. So I'm one, like, I just picture them like, we got to give them a, just, just, just this is, throw out a name, throw out any name. You know what? Throw some letters at a fucking fridge. No, no, no. With those magnetic letters. And, and then... it's constellations, bro. This is all, these are every one of those is, is a constellation or a, or a, or a star related thing you know like you've got oh no, i know Lars, that i'm not star, saying that i'm, got, I'm saying yeah. like we got to give them we got to give them something so we'll just give them a name and not say anything about it pretty much that's dude that's what hadar is like literally it says code name for a third entirely distinct ip created from scratch within cdpr the project is in its earliest stages of creative process which means we're not developing any game yet but working exclusively on the foundation for this new setting so it is it is literally nothing they're literally they, they in, with hadar they have said we are a game dev studio doing game dev on something new. Yeah. That's it. So yeah, that's it. But anyway, it was, it was, it was, it was really cool. I have to admit it was such strange timing for them to just like come out of nowhere and just be like, yeah, here's like six huge things we're working on. Like, like I, I'm, I'm guessing they're capitalizing on the cyberpunk hype and probably oh, for yeah. sure. Runner hype and all yeah. that stuff. Maybe there's like a tax might have been an investor call. Yeah. I don't know, but um, yeah, it, it's 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 looking good. It's looking good. And for well, how shitty my thoughts on it, I put it on there. 
Yeah. How it's, shitty it's would it have been for them to announce all this stuff when everybody was still hating Cyberpunk? It's like, fix the game <laughs> oh, you oh, already oh. have, dicks. <laughs> now that it's like coming back and everybody's like, okay, they've done they've done a lot of good work on this, frown upside down, all of that. Now we can tell you, like, okay, we're working on other stuff. But also, I just want to say that that I just I, I, my brain just goes off on tangents sometimes, all the time. And uh <laughs> That like the Hadar thing reminds me of this old like comic strip or or like whatever I saw about uh programmers and the CEO would come down and be like, What are you guys doing? Are you working like it's compiling? Like it, we're compiling right now. Like are you working on Hadar? Uh, it's compiling. Yeah, we're working. It doesn't seem like we are, but we are. Yeah. It's the it, it's it's pretty hard to like look at this and not be cynical, I think, given the the recent track record of, of CDPR. Um, which most people responded to it as such. Um, specifically the part where they said that multiplayer will be a part of most projects moving forward. Uh, that like, like why? I mean, I know money is, is the reason, but like, I just leave it out. Don't put multiplayer in that shit. That, I don't know if I, they don't have a track record of, of doing multiplayer stuff. Do they like Gwent? Maybe it was their, is that the most expansive multiplayer stuff they've done? I guess. Um, it's true. Someone in chat says at least they didn't say NFTs. Yeah, sure. So that's a good point. But <laughs> At least they didn't say NFTs. That's a pretty low bar. <laughs> it's a pretty low bar, but it's honestly the bar these days, uh, unfortunately. So yeah. it's well, it like when that be, when when the selling points of, of products become you're talking about the shitty things you don't have in it. Like, that's great. Yeah. It's like I'm going to release a game and it's I'm, the only, the only uh, advertisement and hype I'm going to do is it's going to say, I'm not going to say anything about the game. I'm just say no NFTs, no microtransactions. Like I'm just going to blast those as, as loud as I can. <laughs> it's newsworthy. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean the, the no man's sky creator, uh made a bunch of news this past week because he was just out there saying that they're going to leave microtransactions out of the game right mm -hmm. like that was heralded as like a thank god like let's yay for no man's sky like that's where the industry's at you just have to say you're not going to do mtx and people you're jesus <laughs> right? yeah. like, that's, that's what happened to that that, that, that newish uh um competitive i played a little bit of it uh hold on let me let me come up What's with the name here it is um it's a PV Moonbreaker. There it is. It's like, oh yeah, uh, I heard about yeah that. the competitive PVP game, and they came out and they were like, "Dude, we've hooked up on the MTXs. We apologize, and we're taking them out." Like, you like, <laughs> got a lot of feedback, and uh, yeah, <laughs> they they made a couple. My bad. Our bad. Sorry, sorry, sorry. It's true. True. That's kind of it. Kojima's doing stuff again he's working with ellie fanning that was a big deal or having a game so i guess that whole thing is starting i bet you will probably see something at the game awards from him in like an official manner in terms of what their game is at least in a kojima way uh what day is the game awards again is it is it the second or i don't know the day off the top of my head some sometime in december probably the eighth i would think if i had to guess yep chat saying december the eighth yeah, yeah. Probably at like six or seven p.m. Eastern. Although it's Pacific, so maybe it's nine p.m. Eastern. 
They're usually pretty late, if I recall, because it happens on the, the West Coast. Uh, and that's pretty much it in, uh, in the world of news, unless you guys have uh, anything that I missed or want to bring up in the world of video games and or Twitch. Not really. Um, okay. I'm sure we'll talk about it on like on the next half when we talk about games and stuff, but uh, the Steam Next Fest, it, I checked a little bit of it out. Do you guys check it out? I did not. Was there, was there good out. stuff? Yeah, there was some there was some good stuff. I mean, it's okay. it's there's so much. It's just really difficult to to like oh yeah. check out everything you want to check out. Like even in an 8-hour period that I'm, you know, that I that's my job, it's still I could I I think I checked out like 6 games, maybe 7. Yeah. A couple of those didn't last very long, but we'll talk about that. Okay. Uh we got like 10 minutes to break. Code, you have a Steam Deck? You have one, right? I do. Have you used it? I, I finally ordered I one. Oh, okay, we all have one. Great. It, we, let's spend 10 minutes on it. Uh, it's now to the point where if you order a Steam Deck, it will start shipping pretty much as soon as possible. Um, they have caught up on all the orders. There was a specific part that uh, they found an equal uh, part for that, and they were able to kind of speed up production on all that stuff. So now you can order them, and it, it'll get to you. So I ordered one, uh, and I got... Final Fantasy running on it. It's pretty sick. So I can play Final Fantasy 14 and like a handheld and play other games that have my Steam Cloud stuff saved to them. Uh, and it runs pretty fine. I, I'm curious if, if you guys are actively using it. What, what are your thoughts on it? Uh, it's been out there for a while, but I guess now that we all have one. You got thoughts? Think it's, it's great? It's one of those. It was one of those purchases that I was like, oh, I'm going to get a Steam Deck. I haven't seen it since because... <laughs> Someone oh, oh, fucking commandeers it every night. Okay, and uh, <laughs> I just I I end up I'm like, well, I bought that for me. <laughs> I guess I'll just play my laptop. <laughs> what is she playing? Mostly indie stuff, or do you not know? Yeah, yeah, she okay. yeah she's playing like uh uh yeah she plays a lot of different games. She's you know jumps around you know plays a little hour here hour there lots of different games. She actually was really enjoying that Circus Electric game. She's playing that on the on the Steam Deck, and oh. uh, you know, among other games, Tim. Yeah, yeah. I was surprised. Like, Spider Man runs on it and like plays fine. I was playing Marvel Spider Man on my, which I, kind of a ba- a brain breaker for me that it's able to just run that stuff at like a pretty optimal resolution and and runs pretty high FPS. Battery life's not so great. Uh, it seems to be like three to four hours for most things that I've seen. Um, I'll talk about street fighter six in general, but that ran on the steam deck, uh, on Friday when that beta launched on Friday, I was able to play. When does that beta end? Uh, I think tonight at two. Uh, yeah, it's pretty quick. Uh, missed my window. Pretty quick beta on that, but it, they got patched on like proton or what, whatever the Linux thing that they use. Um, and it works. It, plays perfectly fine um Kobe used it at all are you a fan of the the old steam deck i used it once yeah collection and dust the game the game i ran it was like yeah we work on steam deck and it didn't oh what was that uh a racing game called distance okay the default controls didn't work so i couldn't like make my car do anything i think i heard uh-huh. later you could like go into your options and switch stuff around but it, you know I didn't really care for it. I just, I just, if, if I, if I can play games, I'm generally streaming. Yeah. So like, I don't, I don't really have a lot of time off the stream. 
yeah um to mess with it but funny enough i do i do plan on playing with it someday i like i i'm glad you know <laughs> like I'm, i have it and if i ever do any traveling which i hope to next year yeah it'll be great to have it then and it works well and you know yeah, yeah I'm gonna that's exactly what i was device. gonna say exactly what Solid i was gonna say device. was uh the only way i play any sort of mobile games usually is when i was traveling all the time like i i put like tons of hours on my switch which i normally would never have done like otherwise <laughs> yeah because you know switch is like okay say what here you we want go. here we go it's here we go but switch is the thing that you use when you have nothing else like you have <laughs> zero access to anything else to play games on your fucking your laptop is too big your phone's broken are you saying like that. and then you're just like okay i guess zeke, i'll use you switch zeke did you say that the switch is for the pores is that what you just said is that verbatim? no i didn't say the switch is for the pores i'm saying it's the poorest version of a, of a mobile gaming system that we have these days. <laughs> that is a current system got it okay gotcha not not gotcha. Sorry, that's a different whole thing. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> that's, that's a different thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah. Once I start traveling again, I'm, I'm I I definitely foresee myself uh, using the Steam Deck like a lot, lot, lot more. Yeah. If I can pry it away from somebody. Yeah, I'm gonna travel next weekend, so I'll be the first. I'm worried about the four-hour battery life. Like most flights are longer than four hours travel time so I, I guess i need to get like a battery pack or something uh so that i don't even know if you can charge and play at the same time or if that even charges if it just is like a slower depletion rate of the battery it seems seems like a lot it gets pretty hot too i don't know if you guys have ever put your hand on the top of that thing when it's in full game like it's pretty toasty uh we'll see see how it goes i'll, I'll test it all over next week and see if there's any glaring issues with it but uh let's take a break we'll come back and talk about games a little bit early jumping all that stuff we got grounded co's got a full playthrough zeke's been playing a ton of stuff we got like a month's worth of stuff we could throw in there i'll talk a little bit about street fighter uh something else i'm sure that i'm forgetting there's been a, a month's worth of stuff that we have not discussed so oh and we also haven't like i, I would love to I, you know what we got five you want to take five minutes and, and tell us like the shit you've been doing like remodel wise you like, uh, I like i'm sure you talked about it on your stream but kind of it's bare bones in the sense that the not much like i redid this room and we we had the role play studio which you saw and if you've watched any of the, mm -hmm. the like two shows that we did or three shows that we did for that um it had like the backdrop and the the walls that um had some woodwork done on it tore all that stuff down um i gotta get in there and paint the walls <laughs> i need to take another month off uh, I gotta get, <laughs> gotta get in there and paint the walls, uh, put some new baseboards in, um, and then that'll become like a second, second streaming room. Uh, Aaron wants some stuff, uh, wants a room to like paint Warhammer figures in. Cause right now that stuff has been in our like kitchen slash dining room area. She has a little cart with a bunch of Warhammer oh, figures really? on it. That is so cool. Yeah. She's, she's super into that. Uh, it's been like a, one of her relaxing, uh, things that she does. So probably put a little station in there. Um, there's like a corner that was always blocked off by the studio. So that's where that stuff's going to go. Um, and then I've got like just PCs that are, uh, been replaced from the streaming setup. So those will become streaming PCs, probably be like an unboxing area. Uh, I might shift JPN to do in there cause it's got like a teleprompter component to it. 
<clears throat> and I don't like having the teleprompter camera on the main setup. So it's just, it's just more like another room essentially. Um, but it, it needs some, some paint, some baseboards. So then it's pretty much good to go in terms of being ready to like move everything back in, uh, the basement's good. been in disarray since the break started because I had to move everything out so they could go in there and, and put everything off the walls, pull everything off the walls. So you, I should say you fully scrapped the 50 shades of gray room. Like you had, you were, you were throwing that idea around a little bit. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We fully scrapped that. Yeah. Oh, that's too yeah. bad. I wanted to see it. You had some great ideas. <laughs> Very inventive ideas. If my, I may say so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that room's still kind of an annoyance. Cause you remember that window Zeke, the little, like little tiny window that's got views to like pull back. Yeah. That yep. thing sucks. I really hate that window. Um, and then there's like a small little drive through window. Yeah. There, there's a cable pass through at the bottom, <laughs> but it's the, the people that, the, the people that made or like did the room, constructed the room, um, weren't from like the AV world. So they were just, oh, sure. they were like, I'll just put a box there. Let's put a box there. And now it's like a cat door. Now the cats just go in there and do whatever the fuck they want. As in like, that's a cable wire. I'm going to go piss on that. Uh, and so that's been fun as well. It's just finding like cable spindles that the cats have used the restroom on. And it's like crystallized over time on the bottom. The cable's ruined. It's like a, High speed, super long HDMI cable. Ooh, do I feel that? Yeah. Just absolutely ruined. Like a four or five hundred dollar cable. Just thanks, cats. Uh <laughs> and at that point it doesn't smell unless you start moving stuff. Then the ammonia hits you and then you you pass out. So yeah, that's where all that's at, Zeke. It's still super work in progress. But yeah. at least I'm glad that that stuff finally got off the walls. Um uh, um, I was going to do it myself during the break and then my back was all fucked up. I didn't want to risk like just messing it up again. Uh, and so I, I hired someone to do it, but in the construction world, it's like three or four weeks out uh, right now, which is still pretty fast. Most of, most of that stuff, if it's a large enough job, is like a two or three month wait. So it's all done. Now I can move stuff in and, and start to do all that. I just need, need more time. Got to figure out when I'm going to do all that is what it comes down to. Yeah, let's take a break. We're right on time. Hour and 30. We'll be right back. More drop frames coming up right after this. Let's see if I can nail the transition. You guys are muted. Welcome back. Going to the second half here of yield drop frames. The Boomer Show. For Boomer folk. I don't know what that means. <laughs> the old guys the old guys let's just rebrand the show the old guys yeah actually we don't need to rebrand it because no no zoomers will do a talk show <laughs> they'll do a podcast but they won't they won't do a quote talk show it's different that's true yeah yeah what's the difference between a, a podcast and talk show because they're uh, heavily Absolutely edited nothing. there's nothing okay okay <laughs> that was the joke the okay. difference the difference is marketing yes gotcha yeah yeah isn't it it's still talk show and podcast right like that's the category on twitch that can they separate talk shows and podcasts yeah which is that's okay Um, let's not get into that (laughs) that's a a whole nother thing let's talk about video games uh you guys want to start with steam next fest since you brought it up zeke i know you're playing a bunch of cosplays. some interested to hear about them what have you guys checked out 
let's see. Well, let's start at the beginning. Um, the first game that I checked out on Steam Next Fest. Uh, do you just want to do game by game or do like an overview or like whatever you want? If there's any big ones yeah, you want to touch on, game by game. Uh, I I played a, a cognition method. I'll just do the highlights, the ones I really liked, and maybe give a little a little uh, <laughs> shout out to the ones that were just hilarious or bad. Okay. Um, cognition method is a is a very promising atmospheric uh it gives you a portal-esque kind of a feel um i don't think it has a release date no it does not have a release date plan uh, plan release date to be announced and that's that's a lot of this it's a lot of no dates sometimes sometimes if you're lucky they'll give you a year <laughs> you know they'll give you like 2023 or 2022 if you're really lucky but more often than not they don't give you a date or anything but uh what was the name it of was Sorry. a a cognition method okay um and it's it, all these are are free playable demos i think it's still going on today right it's this is the last day no oh till the 10th so we got you got two more days to check out any of the uh demos on steam next fest cool. um but, but this one was a really cool um atmospheric uh you know uh walk here place the box here take down the gate move on kind of a thing it's not modular. I mean, it is modular, but it's not like set up to be modular like Portal. It's not like a puzzle game that knows it's a puzzle game like Portal does. Um, it's uh, more dreamlike. You don't know what's going on, and then you like in the demo you get you get uh, pieced together a story of where you are and what you're doing, and uh, it is like it's very immersive. I will say that it's you're taken to a completely other place and it's it's done very well the graphics are good <clears throat> the sound design is good um the puzzles aren't like the ones that i uh, came upon aren't super difficult and uh if you watch my vod you'll see me like probably take a little bit extra time on ones that are super duper easy because i overcomplicate things every time i look at stuff i'll see a puzzle and go it has to be this and then that and then you go over there and it's really just honestly press this button and then move on mm. you know <laughs> just i do that all the time but the puzzles weren't really like super brain busting um but they were cleverly cleverly laid out um like you have to get past that that red door barrier right and there's this uh funnel of light in the middle of the room that uh it within the funnel it uh swaps gravity so you float up to the ceiling and then you turn around and you're standing on the ceiling. So there's a lot of that, like gravity manipulation, pick up the block, put it there, uh, throw the block here, that kind of shit. Um, but the main, the main star of the, of the demo is uh, how uh, the world that is built around you and uh, the story that kind of um, reveals itself over time. Cool. And this is a demo, right? Like this costs nothing to play right now? All of yeah, these play, free, cool. free playable demo. Yeah, every every game from the Steam Next Fest that I played uh, has a playable demo. Great. <laughs> and some of them shouldn't. I'll just be honest with you. Ooh. Some of them should not. Okay. All right. <laughs> some of them were not even ready for a demo. <laughs> <laughs> what's the next one? Is it uh, ready for a demo? What's what's the name? Uh, the next the next one is uh, definitely more uh, in my sort of genre. It's an FMV game called Case Files. The Death oh. of Paulette Williams. Um, 
Now, this one is, uh, it, it's an interrogation, uh, kind of like her story. If you ever uh, saw her played that, it's kind of like that. Uh, but you are a- actively uh, talking to the detective um, during the interrogation. So he'll say like, <laughs> he'll, he'll talk to you over video or over the phone saying like, okay, we're going to bring in this person and we're going to talk about the, the murder. You just write everything down. This is how the, the cameras work and stuff like that. So basically it's it's you watching an interrogation and you can see my notepad there i wrote those notes on that yellow pad um while watching the interrogation they're the uh, pertinent elements of the interrogation mm. and uh there are two cameras you can see below the main monitor there's two like you know camera things you can switch back and forth between those one's a pulled back view and one's a close-up view of the uh interviewee and uh it's about this uh this lady who uh, was on hospice care, she had uh, stage four cancer, and and uh, but she died. She didn't die of that. She died of a oxycontin overdose. And you have to figure out like what the fuck happened. And um, the people that you're interviewing are uh, their uh, daughter and her husband, who were their primary uh, the primary caretakers of of their mother, and. I think I honestly think it's it's just a matter of like watching these interviews and then on the second monitor you can see on the left that's black you can replay the interviews fast forward pause all that kind of stuff and look for you know I'm guessing they tell you how to spot lies or something like if they look away or if they do this or if they you know twiddle their thumbs or whatever the fuck like I'm guessing that happens later but I and the acting is actually it's it's pretty realistic if you've ever seen like actual footage of cops interviewing suspects and stuff it's seems like either he the guy who was doing the interviewing was coached very well or he's an ex you know cop or something because it sounds like a real interview so that really added to it it wasn't like cheesy you know uh community theater acting it was very much like kind of real yeah and uh it's intriguing. The demo was, I mean, obviously not too long. It was like 30 minutes, but, uh, I'm, I'm actually excited to see where this goes. Cause I really enjoyed her story. And I like the, uh, the idea of, you know, being inside the mind of like an interrogator and like looking for like spot, the, you know, Oh, she's lying. She touched her mouth, you know, whatever. Yeah. 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 Like that, that excites me. So it's, it's wild. I'm, I'm, it's wild to me but, because this goes back to the whole first part, but react streamers, some of the biggest ones on the platform will watch actual cop profiles like this on air that are on YouTube. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the boomer version is playing a video game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's well, it's, it's like, just crazy okay, right? to me. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a, it, I don't know if it's a sign of the times or something, whatever, but like this if I watched when I watched like real interrogations, like um, making a murderer, yeah, I was watching the like interrogation. Like, that, that's essentially I, what it, it is. Yeah, it it made me feel like super uncomfortable because oh, this yeah. is real people and real shit happening to them. Like, I can do these ones all day because this is all scripted and lines, and you know it's fake. But like watching real police interviews, that's tough for me. It's sure, it yeah, makes me squirm in my seat and shit like that. So like, I don't know if that's a you thing or just a me thing, but. I can't do real life stuff like that. It's, all. I mean, it's pretty dark when they're like interviewing actual serial killers. <laughs> like, yeah. 
going through the methods and everything that they it's it's dark for sure it's, it's not light yeah. subject material yeah. uh, and i could see how that would be like lessened uh if you were to know it was a a video game rather than real life so oh for sure cool no i can watch anything on on if i know it's fake yeah like i can i can i can, I can stomach just about everything if whether it's talking about a hypothetical situation or watching something you know questionable as long as i know it's fake like I, it doesn't bother me but once it once i know like someone is embarrassed or hurt especially or like, embar- like yeah but it's honestly especially embarrassment mm. like i have trouble watching like the uh like the, the daily show correspondents like the daily show correspondents who go out and like act like they're stupid and talk to people and get them the people that are talking to you to reveal how stupid they are that shit i can't watch that it embarrasses me i'm just like oh why they're so dumb why are you taking advantage of them like that <laughs> sure yeah nowadays that's just content for for everyone i know man if i could if i could get rid of that i could make great content yeah channel channel five news does that that's exactly what that channel is wildly successful uh what was the next one zeke is it this one Yes, Inkalinati. Inkalinati. Oh, oh is I saw a, this. How the hell do you? It's spell actually that? a very charming and humorous. It has a good sense of humor. Uh, it's a, a it sort took a stab of, at the spelling. Tell me how wrong I am. <laughs> it's ink. It's ink Illuminati. So like ink Illuminati. Illuminati. Oh, it's oh, oh. it's not no no. That's what I thought too, Co. There's no M in there. It's not Illuminati. It's not it with an N. Inklunati. Ink. I N K U L I N A T I. Inculinati. Inculinati. Yep. Oh. You're missing uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. one U. Okay. This I'm just gonna figure you keep talking, I'll figure it out. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> That's a rough one for spelling. But uh it's a uh, it's a take on it's 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 like a I want it's not like Darkest Dungeon, it looks a little bit like it, but uh on on the battlefield. There are uh, a set number of set number of slots on the battlefield, and uh, every you know uh, character that you use occupies one of those spaces on the battlefield. But you can cross over; like it's not one side versus the other. You can actually move to the other side, and that's kind of the the object of the game is to kill the other person's um, uh, tiny tiny equilinati is what they call them. Um, is their their captain of their team like that guy that's sitting there with a pen that's mine ah. so you have to hit him for 20 damage to win or you can shove him off the end of the board because there's a shove action so oh. you kind of like there it is um and it all takes place inside of like this giant storybook like that's where the battlefield is it's kind of like it reminds me of uh, those old bugs bunny cartoons where the artist is like drawing things on bugs bunny and he has to like fight that like you are a part of the battle like you Put your finger on and you push people and shove them and stuff like that um but uh the main the main part of the main attraction for this is uh is like the sense of humor um one of the rabbits moves i'm not sure if the dogs have it but the rabbit one of the rabbits moves is um give them the butt and it's basically a rabbit it's like it's like a a debuff and the rabbit like takes down his pants and like shakes his butt and moons the other team or one of one of the players on the other team uh, and it like gives them like uh, accuracy down and that kind of stuff. So it has you know juvenile stuff butt. like that that I really enjoy. Yeah, it gives them a butt. Yeah. Um, 
but the thing is the thing is it's it's deceptively strategic like there's a deceptive amount of strategy because i played like one actual like after the tutorial was done after you know they tell you how to play the one battle that i did end up playing and finishing uh, i played it on like the hard whatever the hardest difficulty is i think there might be three or four different difficulties but i was just like let's see what it's like and i lost the first one like the very first battle i was like oh shit okay and then there's a like i said there's a surprising amount of strategy so i was like okay if i push him there put him between the barbecue weenie thing because there's like in in the first battle i battled there was a there were two like little like you know those half circle barbecues yeah with weenies on it Mm. and it it has five hp and it's just a it's just a a static item and if you uh, hit it for five hp it blows up and anything on either side of it gets hit for five points of damage so you can shove that thing blow it up and then you know hit the other team uh something like that. but they're they're constantly moving on the other side of you and you're moving on the other side of them and stuff like that so there's a you know a fair bit of thinking going into you know how to win and i was surprised by that i thought i was going to be you know here's your first battle oh you got him good job next <laughs> but right away it was just like oh okay so i can actually sit here and puzzle over what to do yeah there's some strategery afoot yeah uh did it seem like there was a lot like uh, how long was the demo i guess compared to everything else it's uh, like a 30 minute deal an hour deal is it one match that you can kind of repeat this one was it's, it says my playtime was 50 minutes okay so i'm guessing it's it's somewhere between 30 and 45 minutes are the matches pretty like how or, many or actually you know i i actually quit after my first battle because i i wanted to move on to the next thing yeah because i once i get the idea i'm like okay i know what this game is you know we'll look at it when it comes out yeah. but there were more battles i think there was like i, I want to say four or five battles that you could do oh. in the demo so it does have a little bit of length on it cool cool yeah the next one was this what's this the, oh this one this one is called go home annie <laughs> how do you say with a n n i e yep yep and are you okay are you okay annie um, it's a twisted first-person horror adventure as an employee of the SCP. It's an SCP game. Ah, um, for those ooh. who don't know what SCP is, it's like control, uh, secure, contain, protect is what SCP stands for. It is for anomalous items that just like live in the world, like uh, a banana that self-replicates. It's just an anomalous thing. And this men in black kind of organization takes these items and contains them and studies them. And this one is uh about the company that tries to replicate those items um tries to make more copies of them i guess um and, and you are loaded <laughs> yep it's it's awesome it's really really good the thing the thing that i really like about this one is uh you are you're not sure what what the item or items are you're just kind of plunked down because the scp organization uh canonically has has hired death row people to test their shit you know they have like uh people who uh, are on death row and they they ask them if they want to volunteer to to do this stuff and they yep they absolutely do and you play one of these people who has been uh hired by the scp and uh you go into this house and my first thought was 
it's the entire house. The house is the SCP. <laughs> and then you, you, your mind changes like, maybe it's not. Maybe it's something else. Maybe it's this, maybe it's that. But one of the main mechanics of the demo is that they give you a video camera like right off the bat. And uh, there's differences between what you see and what the video camera sees. And I'll just leave it at that because it's a really good demo. And, and, and uh, uh, if you like that kind of mysterious SCP kind of world, it's a really good uh, game f- for people of that uh, ilk. Cool. Yeah. And the, yeah. it, it says solve puzzles, but there weren't any puzzles that I saw, really. No. <laughs> it's more just of like, a, you know, explore. Um, there's no like real, you know what? I, I, I don't want to like spoil anything. It's pretty short, Yeah, but it's, it, it was very good. Very, very, uh, uh, another one of those that's very immersive. Um, and it's creepy, mm. eerie, X-Filesy. Yeah. Good. Cool. And, I, and this is one of those ones that when it comes out, I'm, I'm definitely, definitely playing it, uh, day one, if I can. All right. Let's go home, Annie. Oh, I know. I've seen uh, Lyric play this. I think he enjoys yes. this. Did you, it's a vampire survival clone. Auto shooter. Yeah. yeah. Is, that, is that what yeah. we're calling that? Uh, That's, the, it's auto shooter? I, I played another one called Vampire, or not Vampire, uh, Soulstone Survivors. I played okay. that demo. And chat, chat informed, we, we went over like what to call it because we didn't want to call it like a Vampire Survivors like or a Survivors game. So apparently I was syllables. informed that <clears throat> I've been informed that, that the the global term that is most being used is auto shooter. And I mm. really like that because that's exactly what these games are. Okay. They are literally okay. auto shooter. So I think that's, I think that's great. Or bullet heaven is another name that I think was kind of fun. Instead yeah. Of bullet bullet hell, where everything's coming yeah. towards you, bullet heavens, because everything going out. That deserves uh, auto shooters. But I kind of like auto expl- shooter yeah. better because that describes the mechanics more. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. Bullet hell's more like, do you know, or bullet heavens. Like, do you know what bullet hell is? Then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I kind of like I kind of like auto shooter. Yeah, what's the name of this one? There gold. are a lot of these gold. Now. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. Uh, it's called Rogue Genesia. Uh, Rogue, just like Rogue, and G E N E S I A. Got it. Um, and it's it's uh, it, this is an easy one to explain. It's exactly what you see on the box, except uh, the progression is a I always use Slay the Spire. Like, I use the Slay the Spire, like... Choose one of three. Tree. Yeah, you can go, like, you know, a branching oh, oh, path. Oh, that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a branching path, because that's, that's all I see. It's like, you start, at, you start at one spot, you beat it, and then it has, like, a branch. You can, and you can go to, like, a skull, a question mark, or a treasure box. And then the next one has a couple of branching paths, and so on and so forth. Um... But that's the that's the difference. The main difference between uh, this and like Vampire Survivors is that it has a progression and an eventual boss at the end of the progression. Um, it it's very much uh, you grab the grab the XP gems enough, you level up, you pick a new weapon or upgrade a current weapon, so on and so forth. Uh, I actually played a little bit of this on my own time. Um, I finally like. The the final boss in the because this game is fully released. Oh fuck, that's right. This game. Fuck, I'm sorry, this is not a part of Steam Next Fest. I apologize. Oh okay. But, 
it does have a demo uh, so it did have a free demo it's got a demo it works it's fine yeah it, it has free demo which is why i'm talking no about it actually it play doesn't leak off the show <laughs> you're done that was what? final straw you're done. you that can't inform the audience that like the that straw yeah. yeah this was the next fest segment i'm naming names as i go out the door you better not you better <laughs> i'm calling you out i'm revealing secrets uh <laughs> yes we're gonna get some yeah, viewers okay. now you know what <laughs> completely unrelated <laughs> reason completely unrelated reason you're on the show again just you know we're feeling good please stay you know, you're, you're, please please don't, go. please don't go hey, you get a please don't go anywhere you're, uh, you're well, welcome do you, do you have any friends that want to come on zeke we'd love to have come them. on back <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah the, uh, as far as rogue genius goes it, it does have a free playable demo okay. the, the boss in the in the core game because i it's only three bucks um just like uh, you know a la vampire survivors and Freaking i got price. to the i got to the end of the first what i think is hopefully like the first boss in the game hopefully yeah. there's more but um he was fucking hard yeah like you get up there and he is really difficult and a, just a fucking damage sponge and i got a build going that actually uh worked and i it was a viable salute and i just it took a while but i got him down and it was really satisfying because i i had faced him a couple times before and i don't think i even got him to a quarter health down yeah but i got a i got a good like uh, uh turtley build like a, a nice uh, armor build going and i could i could take lots and lots of damage um i wasn't doing a ton but i was doing enough and i finally got the first boss down i was like jesus christ that guy was fucking hard and that kind of made it like really uh you know made me want to play more yeah because if it's you know the difficulty of it really spikes and it's satisfying um also the the music is great in it uh i would suggest that turning the music up and leaving the sound effects at 50 percent because it starts at both at 50. turn the music up to 100 percent and leave the sound effects at 50 because there's like vampire survivors a lot of sound effects in it because a lot of shit's happening yeah um and the other benefit of streaming this is it didn't kill my bit rate nearly as much as vampire survivors does true vampire yeah. survivors crushes my bit rate it's a pixelated mess by the end of like 20 minutes makes sense um a lot of also the uh go ahead i was gonna say a lot of people said these are the the best steam deck games so i might grab this oh one sure to play Oh, totally. Seems like um, it'd be a good time. The other thing that I liked about this is it's the it's more modular than uh, Vampire Survivors. So it's like survive for a minute and a half, kill a thousand monsters, which is less than you think. Uh, especially, I mean, you can see like how many are coming at you. It's over pretty fast. So yeah. it's like do this, you get a nice pause. Whereas Vampire Survivors is like if you get to the end, it's thirty minutes. It's full thirty minutes, you know. Unless you do like the halftime 15 minute thing. Yeah. But these are very, very like short little levels that you can, you know, beat and then take a break, go to get a treasure chest, go to the shop, whatever, move on, so on and so forth. Sounds good. I'll probably get this. Would you, would you say that is this better than Vampire Survivors or is Vampire Survivors king for you? You know, I haven't done a lot in this yet. Okay. Um, Oh, my, I guess my stream went offline. <laughs> my, my chat is effing, but. Oh, really? Probably, the stream is probably good. Anyways, um, 
I haven't revealed a lot, I don't think. Because the fun of Vampire Survivors for me was discovering all of the weapons and discovering organically, not looking up, but discovering organically all of the uh, uh, evolutions of the weapons or whatever, the, whatever you call it mechanically. When you combine uh, a weapon and a sub-weapon and they make a new thing. Like, that was fun. Um, I'm not sure if they have that in this. But I haven't played that much. I've only played two hours of it so far. So I'm, and there's tons of unlocks. Like for in two hours of playing this, um, I think that, oh God. Oh, they're not Steam achievements. Achievements kept popping up in this game. Yeah. Steam kept popping up achievements, or the game kept popping up achievements over and over and over again. Like, it was like i want to say in two hours i unlocked like maybe 20 different achievements um so i'm wondering like how much of that is tied to unlocking new things and new weapons and stuff like that so i'll report back after i played it for a little bit longer got it people are working on your stream but the steam achievements there's only four steam achievements <laughs> yeah i'll probably i mean it's th it's what three bucks aren't they all like a three bucks they're all pretty cheap I'll probably real cheap. Probably just grab it. Seems like it's easily good. worth it to me. I'm gonna play some more later. Cool. Cool. Uh let me move forward. I think this was the next one. What's this? Ooh, this one. Uh this one is called Loretta. Just like the name. In fact, it is the name of the main character. One R, two R. Um one R. One R. One R two T's. Um this one is, uh, it says, it's a psychological thriller that makes the player an, ac an accessory to the heroine's crimes and leads her through a, a self-crafted nightmare. Stories about a woman dealing with betrayal, her husband's infidelity, relationship problems, and the difficult social, social situation of the 1940s. Um, so this takes Jesus. place in 1947, and uh, it's right at, the, right at the beginning, they go, they give you a little warning and basically the warning says tldr is 1940 suck for women and we're gonna talk about that and talk in the fashion that that it was like for them and uh, we hope we don't get uh you don't get offended by it okay. i'm getting double that's because you have your stream open <laughs> How did that unpause? I didn't unpause that. <laughs> I'm glad that I met God. Yes, I feel that's very good feel right there. <laughs> no, I, I, that's what I automatically would have assumed anyway. That's what I automatically was until like earlier today you Zeke were doing that one thing where I can viewer. hear myself through your thing, through your mixer. Yeah, no, it's it's probably because the stream uh, reinitialized and went live. So it's You're probably, probably exactly. oh, that's what it was because I f right. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. what happened. Yeah. Anyway, Loretta, <laughs> beautifully written and told point and click game about um uh this housewife yeah. who has uh she she left she left she's uh lives in the south they don't i don't know if they ever specify what part of the south but she lives in the south of the united states moves to moved to new york when she was 16 and then came back when she met her husband in New York and they came back here because he, he came back here to write, he's a writer. 
Mm. And uh, it's about her uh, hopes and dreams and not wanting to just be a housewife. And that's kind of like one of the things you have to do as a wife in the 40s, you know, is be a good wife, cooking and cleaning and all that stuff. And she doesn't want to do that anymore. And how she reacts to that is pretty brutal. And, and uh, you know, kind of like, kind of understanding, like, it, a little over the top, but, like, I get why you did it and stuff like that. And it's also very, there's there's a lot of um, dreamlike uh, uh, sections of the game where, uh, just for, just as an example, there's these words uh, flying from the outsides of the screen from the left and right of the screen towards the center and you have to like basically like click on them before they hit the center that's the the gameplay of it but yeah. the words are like um uh, like loneliness uh uh hopes dreams fate that kind of stuff and it's a it's a beautiful story very atmospheric i will say there's one part of the game that i goddamn want every single developer to hear me when i say Please, please, please don't put annoying sounds or repetitive sounds in the first part of your game in a place that we have to stay for a while because there is a fucking clock that click that ticks <laughs> louder than fucking uh, a rock concert. Just tick, tick, tick. And you have to like read all these lines and go like, stop doing that. This is a trope. <laughs> this is something that happens in a few games that I played recently. Stop it. If it's annoying noise, Maybe make it annoying for a little bit so we know that it's annoying and then fade it back or turn it off completely. Yeah. Like make it go like tick, tick, tick. And then, then in the background, that's fine. Anyways, that was the only complaint I had about this game. Um, it's not for everybody. I'm sure most, most gamers would like, you have to be like a, a, someone who enjoys story and point and click. Um, if you if it's not universal i wouldn't say it would be universally uh recommended to just anybody it would be like did you like uh like disco elysium or did you like like you know story rich point and click with not a lot of action then you like this because it's it's really well done for what it is and uh the uh um i was gonna say the voice acting but i did all the voices because <laughs> there's no voice acting <laughs> But I had a blast doing them because the lines are great. Anyway, cool. I'm 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 excited for when it comes out. Coming soon is is it's another one of those. Coming soon, no date, no year. But I will say shout out to the developer, Yakov Butzoff. It's a good name. <clears throat> Strong name. Mm -hmm. Strong name. Strong name. Uh one or two more. This one. I'm gonna guess this is called Stray Souls. <laughs> Is that correct? Yes, it is. Okay. Yeah. This is what it's called, Stray Souls. Now, uh, I've taught this. Uh, let me see. Is there any more that I want to? No. Let, let 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 this be the last one. Okay. Um, that I talk about because this one is one of those ones that, man, looking at it, boy, it has a lot of potential. But fuck, it was not ready, dude. It was very dark. A glitchy fucking mess it, it, if we can if, if we see it there are parts where it is what well, they drop you in this place 
and they don't tell you much of anything. The first scene is like you behind this, you're the main character in third person view and him on the phone. And before he talks, he just like, he like throws a stick. He's pissed. And there's, there's, he doesn't throw it angrily. He just throws it like casually. And it, it, it just kind of sets up the whole, like the whole like idea, like the, the whole feeling of the game. Like, why'd you do that? Why did you go through the process of animating you tossing that stick? It is not a plot point. You got to get to the ending, it. man. You got to get to the ending. It all makes sense. It all loops back. I got to the ending of the demo and it did still did not. They didn't mention the stick. He just like picks up the <laughs> stick and tosses it. And that's all left me. I mean, it might be a little thing to most of you, but it left me going, why the fuck did they bother animating that? Yeah. Um, but you, uh, it's, it's very much, um, like uh resident evil third person in this uh or silent hill like you're in this uh spooky playground public park kind of thing that like some of the things in this park kind of give you an idea of did the developers like or do they know what they were doing because <laughs> the, there's a there's a playground with children like a slide children's toys slide a merry-go-round it's about the fence is about four feet high, four and a half feet high. Okay. And it has barbed wire around the top of it because Russia, because that's what they do. Because <laughs> all, the, all, the, all the signs Jesus. are in Russian. Um, the important ones are in English. Like the ones you have to read clue-wise are in English. But all of the, like the stock posters, you know, on the, on the wall set dressing are all in Russian. Yeah. Um, but there's a playground with barbed wire over it. And guess, guess what? I'll give you one guess as to what they put right next to the playground pl playground in this public park area. Yep, it's a graveyard. Um, oh, they put okay. a fucking graveyard right next to it. Sure. For some reason, I don't know. Um, and uh, we find out that it's that it's this main character's birthday, and he gets he's on a call with somebody. I think it's his sister saying like, "Hey." Look up in the sky. I made a surprise for you. And you look up over this gloomy Russian sky, gray clouds and darkness everywhere. Fireworks. <laughs> we saw the fireworks a little bit, yeah. What's, why is that bird just stuck? <laughs> why, best, why, are the, why are there cops here? To ask. <laughs> they're not there. They're, those are rangers. And oh, they're not park really rangers. there. They're just, they're just cars that are, that are parked there. Oh, um, okay. But your sister... Uh, has made you a firework show and tells you about it over the phone. As you do. Right. I mean, how many times, like, that, that's obvious. Obviously, on my birthday, my girlfriend calls me from a, a secret location and, and shows me fireworks <laughs> from miles away. Yes. Um, and that, yeah. And then, uh, let's talk about, like, the actual game glitches. Eventually, you move, uh, by the way, you have to spend a few minutes uh moving shopping carts away from those ranger vehicles so you can check inside of them and see if there's you know anything useful mm -hmm. so you take the shopping carts and you move them away there's four of them and uh, they are really heavy you have to put your shoulder into them and then you get into the cop car uh the ranger vehicle uh like fred flintstone <laughs> the seats have no collision 
it's basically you step into them and you stand in them and you go through the seat. <laughs> they haven't gotten to that animation there. yet. That that's in past seven, Zeke. We're on it, past three. It, it, okay. It's so good. Someone said Fred Flintstone. I lost my shit. I started laughing until I was like just leaking, crying, just because he just steps in and he stands there inside the vehicle and then he gets back out again. Um, that was glitch number one. Yeah. Um, another funny thing, glitch number two is they tell you to check the garbage cans. Uh, one of the notes says, uh, "I left, I left your gun in a garbage can. Go find it." <laughs> to one, seemingly two employees of this park. Talk, yeah. park rangers talking to each other and uh so you check a garbage can the first garbage can i checked oh there's the gun but you check the other ones oh where's the gun god it's gotta be here somewhere so uh you, you check the garbage can even after you found the gun because you need a second gun. i i i'd imagine um gotta go the in second glitch oh yeah you do the other glitch that uh i had to reset the game was just just your average um interaction point that never resolves itself so you interact with something that's interactable and then you're just stuck your character can't can't move can't go anywhere i was stuck in like with nothing blocking me because what i'm guessing is the game is still trying to resolve that interact that wasn't supposed to be able to be hit so i had to reset the game and fun fun fact at the beginning of the game they tell you this demo doesn't have saves. So if you quit the game, you'll have to start from the beginning again. And that was fun. That was really fun. Cool. Um, okay. For a game that looked like it had so much potential, God damn it was hilarious with all of and I, I asked the Del, don't don't change a thing. Just add more content. Okay. Do not change a thing. Because the charm of this game will wear very thin if you take that all the funny <laughs> shit out. All right. Yeah. Stray Souls demo available now. If you want to, for some reason. Bada boom. There you go. Co, what'd you check out on the old Steam Next Fest? Or your heavy um, I stupidly deleted um, games as I off my desktop as I played them. I played a game called Astiergos. It was kind of um, a game like Solstice. It was it was pretty fun. Had a good time with that one. It's kind of a Souls-like game. Um, let's see. I did I know I played some games. Where I finished them, I was like, "Wish I'm wishing, wish listing this immediately." Dredge played the fishing game. Dredge that was super cool. Uh, Dredge is basically about like a, it's it's a fishing game that has all sorts of weird stuff going on in the city. Like you catch these weird mutated fish, and it like unlocks a story, and the town doesn't really want you there. Um, that one was kind of wild. Uh, played a game called Scars Above, which is basically like Returnal. Essentially, Scars Above was really cool. I, I really enjoyed that one. Um, we played a game called Forever Skies, which is essentially, uh, as the dev who dropped in my chat said, it's basically Skynautica. So oh. it's it's basically like the world ends and and humanity is like brought up into space, and then they have to go back down to the planet, and they and you basically have to like build a blimp and like fly between like derelict buildings and and build this instead of a raft, you're building a blimp, and um, that was actually really cool. I, I was I was pretty bummed when that demo time limit ran out. Um, it wasn't really part of Steam Next Fest, but I, uh, I was playing the early access of Backpack Hero, which is an amazing game. Had a great time with that, and uh, it was that. so good. I loved loved Backpack Hero, and I think that was yeah. all the big ones. I I oh I played uh, this game called Earth from Another Sun, 
which was really like it was it was it was kind of an interesting premise but it was really weird um like it it had it it felt like a game that was made by people that don't really know what like what gamers want from games but they knew like all the components <laughs> and then as i was getting close to the end where i was kind of like okay i kind of know what this is somebody linked me a page where they were like yes we are doing nfts and here's why and i just was just like no oh, okay yeah, yeah. no okay that that Get explains that, that whole thing <laughs> yeah that explains that whole thing um so i was done with that and uh after that i i played a couple like scary demos um Here's and that kind of got me this is dredge yeah and that kind of got me in a in my, in my normal notetober mood to start playing like scary games um this was also around the time like i had a bunch more demos that i wanted to try like uh manor lords and zero z fert like, i heard manor lords and, is really good yeah i have two but the, but they're all games that require like a lot of thinking and investment also like street fighter was this weekend i was thinking about playing that but again it takes so much brain power and unfortunately it's as most people know right now uh, my cat is is missing my cat left those missing and what that's done is it's made it so i don't really want to think about anything i just want to like get immersed and kind of get lost in games for now so sure i've been doing like a lot of immersive sims and um that led me to the game i'm playing now that i actually i i found this game kind of off off chance a couple days ago and and i was like oh this looks kind of cool let me play it it's called phobia what phobia Mm -hmm. is is a first person resident evil slash silent hill puzzle slash story horror game and i have been really really enjoying this game uh it is it is it is interesting puzzles are fun there's tons of exploration there's it rewards you for looking all over the place there is uh there's shooting uh, shooting elements the story is actually intriguing um like it's been really really interesting so i've i've played a couple days of phobia and i'm gonna keep playing it tomorrow i don't i have no idea how long it is i'm just loving the ride kind of bounces between time there's cult elements there's sci-fi elements there's a lot of horror elements um it's been really really cool it came out i think a couple years ago with totally under the radar um by a brazilian company and um it's great like i'm i'm actually really really but that's kind of where i am coming off my my week-long grounded kick yeah plus hours in there so i've uh, yeah. well, um, before we get, get to ground before we get on that i want to ask you about uh it looked like there was like screen tear is that a problem in this game or not i didn't have any of that i, I actually just noticed that for the first time when watching this video oh, okay i've had no screen just on my side okay. that's a stream yeah, <laughs> yeah well a lot of times i won't see the screen tear that my car does so yeah. i you know have to play with that every so often no one's been complaining about it in chat so Okay. You know, now that they've seen it, is. it. yeah, mm-hmm. we'll we'll fix it tomorrow. It's, it's always <laughs> just an issue of it's always just an issue of turning on VSync and locking it to one forty four, and you're good to go. So yeah, yeah, that's exactly. I right. just didn't do it on this. Yeah, you said you've been playing this one for a couple of days. It's got some some yeah, to it. I'm like five hours in and still going strong, man. It's it's been uh, it's been it's been a lot of fun. A lot of a lot of cool puzzles. A lot of exploration. A lot of very weird things that happen. It's it's a it's a very solid game. I'm very surprised I hadn't heard about it. Cool. And again, I just happened to offhand find it. Nobody recommended it to me or anything. I just kind of like found it when going through the horror section on Steam. So it was uh, wild. I played it uh, in July, it looks like, for about an hour and a half. And uh, it's one of those ones that, that I'm glad you reminded me of because it's, it's one of those ones like, we're going to have to go back to that. Never it's, did. I say that so fucking often. <laughs> oh, yeah. Especially on oh, Indie yeah. Day. Like, all right, we're going to switch games, but I'm going to come back to this one. I promise. Yeah. 
Uh, Phobia is currently 20% off, running $23.99 on Steam if you want to grab it. Uh, let's talk Grounded. I've, Grounded seems... I I have I only played it in early access, but it seems from everyone that I have seen play it over the past week and change, however long it's been out, it seems like one of the best, if not the best survival game out there. But how you, yep. yeah, you agree? Just That's what it is. Okay. I, I agree wholeheartedly. It has, it has a huge world with tons of stuff in it. Like there's secrets and things to do everywhere. Huge tech tree and interesting way to progress down it. Lots of creative building, a story that takes you all around the map. Um, just, it, it is, it is a great example of a, um, of a game that really killed it in early access. Like they took a ton of feedback early access on how to make the game better and how to and what players wanted and they, they clearly listened and it would be probably one of the best survival games ever but there's no sorting so that makes it okay <laughs> i saw your tweet about that dude you can't sort the inventory you can't here here's the thing they or have some of the, the inventory they have some incredibly great qol so if you build a wall of chests and you stand in front of it and you hit the n key it will automatically put all of your items that are stacked in there, just like in Terraria. Oh, that's Phenomenal. sick. Okay. If you build a workbench near those chests, and you use the workbench, it'll actually say you are near 18 chests and all of the stuff you're building is being taken from those chests. Great. Awesome. If you are loading up like a forge or an oven with stuff, it will take it from the chests and put it in there. Phenomenal. There is no sorting in chests and there is no sorting in your inventory. And what's even worse is in your inventory, at least you have this thing called defrag. So if you have a stack of five arrows and a stack of six arrows and you click the defrag button, it'll move them into a stack of 11. But throughout the course of the game, you get to upgrade your ability to make your stacks larger. So you start at 10, then 15, then 20, then 25, then 30. Well, you don't get the option to defrag your storage. So as you, and your storage stacks stay that way. So oh. if you upgrade from 10 to 15, well, your storage doesn't intelligently combine your stuff and you can't defrag it. You have to manually go in and move stuff on top of each other and move around. It is for a game like this, it is one of the biggest boneheaded moves I've ever seen from the company's <laughs> experience as Obsidian, which is wild because so much of the rest of the game is so good and it's so well made and it's so like clearly awesome. So it is, it blows my mind um, that they, they did not put any kind of sorting in a game like this, especially considering they come with a, hugely girthy RPG background and they have tons of amazing ways to sort in those games. So it's like, they know how to do it. They know what's up, you know, yeah. they know players want it. Um, yeah, it's wild. It's wild. I hope it's the kind of thing where it just gets patched, patched in one in. day, but yeah, but yeah it you gotta it, it add was... length to the game somehow, man. I mean, I dude with uh, seriously, I, I gave up on sorting. I didn't, I didn't sort manually. I just didn't sort and it just constantly, frustrated me the whole time you don't <laughs> need to sort and to be fair the the stuff that makes the playability the the stuff that makes it so you know you actually save time that stuff's in the game so the you know the end to sort everything all of your your workbenches using inventory nearby like that's the stuff that would actually waste time sorting doesn't really waste time which is one of the reasons i'm guessing they didn't prioritize it sorting is there mostly just to give you that little dopamine hit whenever you sort your inventory which feels so good yeah which is yeah. don't get me wrong it's important um but it never it doesn't really help you save time they did put in the things that help you save time so you know credit where it's doing that regard and it's wild seeing this this is the first time i've seen the base i ended up 
making it was pretty early on quite a large base yeah, yeah <laughs> so I, I was i forgot how basic it started i was going through your uh youtube and you're at like episode 175 it took, it took me 80 plus hours <laughs> jesus yep. yeah that's uh that's a good good amount for a survival and it, it's like story complete right there's actual goals oh things that's there like is not, not only just, let's not wander only around complete. and kill some <clears throat> stuff tons of dialogue actual every every major location is like a story thing with logs and, and lore and things of that nature there is a good and bad ending really there's that, a good and bad ending to the game absolutely is that and good and bad in <clears> what <throat> sense like a good ending in terms of it's a good ending or like a good natured ending if you know what i'm saying good ending as in things ended well for okay. most of the players involved or bad ending as in things could have been a whole lot better <laughs> <laughs> okay and um, that's and based on enough, what you do in the game it's not only based on what you do it's based on the locations you explore and and slight spoilers but it's based on like doing an incredibly difficult encounter if you're playing solo and hard awesome um, like it was it was it, it made it very meaningful for sure that's cool that's cool um how so obviously spiders that's my relationship with this game uh are uh, they the scariest thing in the game is there worse um I, I, I guess scary is relative to the person. <clears throat> yes, there there are lots of different spiders you didn't see in early access. That's fun. I've seen a handful of just streams, but yeah. Yeah, there are some other very large creatures. Some of the boss fights are really cool. Like they're they're not straightforward by any means. Like they're you know, you're running around the arena, there's multiple phases, like it 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 gets kind of almost MMO-y in some ways of 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 what you have to do to succeed. Nice. Um, and especially again, solo on hardest, there were some like 20 plus attempt boss fights, like not, and there's some bosses I haven't finished yet. Wow. Um, I'm kind of going to plan to go back and at some point and kind of do some probably cozy streams and grounded and try some of the bosses. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's the full package, man. It's got, it's got, if you're a survival game player, like this is, this is pretty much an easy, an easy recommend. Yeah. It's one of the best available. Uh, is the, I'd say you... it's the best, but no sorting. I can't possibly say that without <laughs> no, sorting. Sorry. Gotcha. Okay. Gotta wait for the sorting before it becomes. Gotta wait fun. for the sorting. Yeah. Yep. Um, I know you played single player, but multiplayer just as good. Have you have you heard any complaints about it? Uh, or any I, negatives? I about haven't it? heard any negatives about the multiplayer. Okay. I think during early access there were some multiplayer issues, but I'm I'm pretty sure that most of them got ironed out. Um, we'd have to kind of go from chat i know it's also crossplay too which is kind of cool but oh that's cool um we'd have to that. we'd have to talk to somebody who really spent more time playing multiplayer but yeah yeah i i i didn't test that too early myself yeah i watched uh <clears throat> the late shift play a good chunk of of their uh grounded session um and they were in areas like i when i played it was so early on they were in like a desert area or something sandbox with like, yeah with like a giant castle that was there yep. and sandbox uh, they were in some water stuff with, with like just Dude, they added are, like so much stuff ton, oh there are tons of biomes now there's there's a swamp pond sandbox you got like uh in in locations there's various different ant hills termite hills all sorts of things there's tons of large structures like um uh you know like lawn mowers and castles and and there's there's so much to the game there's tons of underground labs and and derelict science things and it's it's a huge huge game yeah cool yeah. yeah the the spider stuff is is probably what'll keep me away from it to be honest i was watching uh on like day one i was watching you play a little bit i was watching uh lyric play a little bit uh and like 
I, I was in and then he would turn a corner and there'd be like an orb weaver just hanging out. I was like, fuck man. <laughs> like I can't, I can't do that. Yeah. Even and it, it spoke to me that like even lyric had to turn on the arachnophobia mode. And that guy plays horror games just every single fucking day, like no problem. But for whatever reason, the spiders yeah. was getting to it. So it just reinforced it for me that I got to sure. nope out of there. This, this would um, be my like nope tober game. If I were to play it, oh, yeah. it's like not even oh, yeah. spooky for people. <laughs> just walking around in a in a backyard and it's it's terrifying with how many spiders. by uh by the end of the game i had a giant straight wall that had um bounce pads behind it so i could go straight up the wall i didn't have to go forward or anything i could just go straight up nice and it went to the top of this like platform and i just had zip lines to like every major part of the map oh that's so you cool. can just go to the base and then in a few key places i had zip lines that would actually go back to the base so I basically like built my own fast travel system in the game, which is so cool when they give you the tools to do that, um, especially considering there's no fast travel. So uh, it was it was a very, very cool experience. A lot of uh, upgrade stuff available in terms of just things you can craft, armor you can craft, all Not that. Not only is there a huge amount of stuff to craft, but then all of it can be ranked up. There's a new rank up and level up system. Not only can you raise the levels of things, making them better, but in some cases you get to choose like how they get better. Like if they get oh, a wow. special effect on them, you get like a little added bonus, or if they get stronger defense, um, there are things that you know let you breathe longer underwater, let you swim water longer upper water. There's God, ten plus different armor sets. They all have different stats, and and if you have a full set, you get a bonus on top of that. So I mean, it's just wow, it's huge. That's awesome. It's huge. Yeah, yep. Zeke, I know you play a lot of these games offline uh in terms of like Valheim in the past and things like this is this on your radar for the offline game you know I I looked at it and it's it's honestly just the the environment and stuff it's just it's not for me it's not it's not because it's uh, any like spiders or anything like that it's just because it's not appealing to me I guess okay um When I, I don't know, when I play survival games, like, it, it helps if it's more on the realistic side rather than the, the cartoony side, I suppose. Sure. I don't know. It's, it's, hard to, it's hard to explain. It's just, it's one of those, like, taste things. It's not bad. Like, I'm looking at it. doesn't look like a bad game. Doesn't, it looks like it, you know, functions just like most other survival games. But it just doesn't appeal to me aesthetically. Yeah. I hear you. I'm the same way about MMOs. I have a really hard time getting to MMOs if I feel like they're kind of cartoony. Shame on yeah. you guys for having opinions and things that you like. Like, what the <laughs> I know. it's insane. I can't believe Honestly, it. we're dicks. <laughs> I know. I dicks. just can't believe you would have yeah. an opinion and like a thought for that type of, it's insane St to me. You stupid thought haver. How dare you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's, uh, what is Grounded? Is it, I know it's on Game Pass, which is how you should probably play this, but can you just outright buy Grounded? Is it a $60 game? Like, what are they, I don't even know what they're charging for this in full. Let's see. Um, I, yeah, it is, it is a Game Pass game. And um, if you go to Steam, what do they charge you for it? 30, oh, it's 40 bucks. 40 bucks. Yeah. Which is a, it's, it's easily a $60 game. Yeah. It seems like it. It seems like there's enough content there. So, cool. That's grounded. Co's got 180 episodes that are 30 minutes a piece if you want to watch a, Loved every minute. Not shit. even, not even, not even done with it. Didn't even do everything. Loved Crazy. Every of it. Crazy. You want to check that out? Well, speaking of that, just, just, I just want to mention real quick that I finally went back. I don't know if we, we probably didn't talk about. It. I, I went back to Subnautica. No, was that during when I was on break? 
Yeah, I think so. Uh, I was Just looking cuss? for, for some reason, survival games. Like I, I, I always panned them. I was like, man, they're not. They're just not good for streaming for me because I, I I'm always just zoned out, you know. Yeah, it's a great like, you know, when I want to relax after a stream, it's good like good shut your brain off kind of a thing. Sure. Um, and I went back to Subnautica and I played it and then I got to the credits. I I had a credit roll. Yeah. Um, I built all the stuff that was necessary and did it. And that's a lot. Subna- we're talking was, Subnautica one, right? Not below. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever not below zero. No, yeah, below I never, zero. I never finished the first one, um, and it was because uh, I didn't allow it to grab me. I didn't allow it enough time to grab me. Um, I played it for a few hours, and I was like, Ugh, "It's so time consuming. It's not like running around and stuff." But after I got over that initial hump. After I got over the initial hump of having zero vehicles and zero locomotion, like help. Yeah. After I got some good locomotion and you know ways to travel. Yeah. Yeah, made it made it so much better. And man, is it a good game! Like after that, if you can get past that hump, I think they should start you with that fucking handheld thingy, (laughs) whatever that's called. They should fucking start you with that. It is a game changer. Honestly, uh, they start you just swimming, and it's so fucking arduous and time consuming and boring that's not only a great idea but they should start you with one and since they have a limited battery life like ah. have the player know like this is how fast you could go if you put the time into it like give give the player a little taste of like you can work to this sure. it's not hopeless yeah. <laughs> like because yeah. i know exactly what you're talking about man that that first that first couple hours before you get like upgraded fins upgraded air like stuff like that it's uh it's slow going rough. rough yeah yeah Oh, you, that, dude, like, you need to play below zero. You should. It's good. I heard it's not even like not the same, and it's uh, like I've heard. It's I've heard great. Not I think bad it's things, good. but like meh things about it. <laughs> it's definitely different. I will tell you right now, as a Subnautica yeah. fan, it's awesome and great. Like, I, I, I think it's like, great too. The way you just talked about Subnautica leads me to believe you will absolutely like below zero. Absolutely. Okay. And they, they have new things. It's it's not it's not the same like oh tech tons tree. of new things. Yeah, yeah there's there's a, a lot of new stuff. Yeah. You right. go, you go above ground for a lot of it, which is cool, and they do yeah. it pretty well. Yeah. I, uh, just going back to the like, what I really liked about Subnautica that I didn't get into the first time I played it was the un, the the unraveling story because you don't get much story until you have a way to move around, and sure, then once yeah. you have a way to move around, you can start you start collecting the story bits, and that was cool. Yeah. Good story too i think i think uh, subnautica nails the one thing that that game does better than everything else is is the idea of exploration uh and the deeper that you get the i guess like the feeling of isolation that exists as you just go deeper and deeper into the ocean i haven't played a game quite like that uh where it just you it gets just more stress like the stress just continues to add on as you see that depth get lower and lower and lower and may lower. i present you outer wilds jp i've 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 <laughs> never honestly started that game i've heard uh it talked yeah. about to death but i've never actually started it you want to try man yeah. yeah there's definitely that like loneliness and then panic and and a little bit of like a light touch of terror yeah at, at times and it's really good uh, I actually ended up, I, I, I just, out of curiosity, I want to see 
uh, I got 16 of the 17 achievements in Subnautica. So I did I, I did a good a good bit of exploring in the game, Damn. and I did it until until the very last thing, the very fucking last like collection thing they have you do. Okay. And I was like, I, at that point, I was like, you you you. you, you you worked hard. Now finish it. You know, like <laughs> sure. Like I'm trying to think. Wait, and, what, it what is it like, you're referring okay, to? Okay, be- before we end, we have to have you make something. Um, oh, and you have oh. to, you have to, you have to find this, like these ingredients, most of which you've come across. But if you if you missed one of them, you got to go back. You yeah. don't know where the fuck it is. Yeah. So you just got to fucking blindly wander <laughs> if you missed one or you never collected it or you never saw it or whatever yeah. you have to fucking blindly wander around until you find it and i said fuck that i looked up the coordinates and i went directly to that place it was like this one little fucking plant thing i never like came upon it or scanned it or whatever and if i hadn't looked it up that would have been hours of boring wandering trying to find that shit. yeah True. What was your uh, what was your favorite Leviathan? Without saying too much about said Leviathan for folks who have not played Subnautica. Um, I guess a name works fine because you're not going to describe it. Although the names are descriptive, I guess. Favorite is hard to, hard to say because their there's their personalities are different, so different. Um, I love a good jump scare, and you know which one I'm talking about. Yeah, that one's a mother. That one's fun to watch people experience. It sucks. Your first experience. <laughs> oh boy! Yeah. Especially if you don't Thankfully, know. Thankfully, it's, it's probably in a clip out there. I played Subnautica on stream, like the first time I ever played it. Yeah. Uh, for a couple of hours, you just wandered and, and found it. My first experience is on is on stream uh, on a clip somewhere. I'm sure. Yeah. Of that, I'm just going like, yeah, just you know, it's one of those clips like you're talking to chat because it's Subnautica. You know, there's not much happening. Like, Man, they nailed the animation. It grabs you. Yeah. It grabs you good. Yeah. Uh, Sacriel's got a good reaction to that. If you've never seen uh, Sacriel's playthrough of Subnautica, mm-hmm. it's worth watching him freak out uh, <laughs> for someone who's usually cool, calm, collected. He's yeah. not in that. That's, <laughs> that's his, uh, I think that's a, his, probably his biggest uh, nightmare is, that, is playing that game. So cool. I'm glad he went back to it. It's good. Uh, I can talk a little bit about the old Street Fighter Six beta. Is that? Yeah, tell uh, me about it. I'm seeing it everywhere, but I I heard that people like <laughs> we're doing like I suck your dick for a beta. It I'm it like, is extremely. I I had to get mine from a viewer. Um, the, a viewer sent me their code who uh, was traveling or something this weekend, and so I was able to uh, to get in through that. It is a extremely limited, probably I saw like a hundred thousand going around in terms of people that were actually able to get in. Um, they did a, a creator, uh, like content creator pass, I think like Tuesday morning or, or Wednesday morning to give out some keys, um, for that. But other, other than that, it was extremely limited. Um, in terms of the actual game, uh, I think this game is fantastic. I'm pretty bad at it, but I still had fun. And I think that says a lot about a fighter when you can see where you're at in terms of the skill level of everyone else in the beta, which is for me near the bottom, uh, and still have like a pretty good time in it. Um, that was one of the things that I enjoyed so much about guilty gear, which is kind of my first step into proper fighting game, um, playing, uh, fighting games that is. And this one kind of echoes that like 
it's got the buttons that do the cool things that are fun, but it's also got like 30 layers on top of that. So if you want to dive into everything about said buttons, you really can. And so the big, the big thing that they put into this is called drive impact, which if you see either of these characters, uh, have like that right there, ink kind of come around them. Yeah. Um, it's a pretty complicated thing that is basically one button. Um, the best way I can explain it is when you press that button, you get three armor and, and game sense terms. So you have to be hit three times or you can be thrown. Or if you drive impact and the other player drive impacts after you, then they will win the like drive impact head to head. And so that whole, that the whole game is based around that. If you see the gauges below the HP bars at the top right now, they're both like yellow orange. Um, and now it's green. Uh, Every time you drive impact, it uses a portion of that gauge. That's also how you do like your, your EX moves. So you can do like, that was an EX move. You can do a normal Sonic boom or you can do an EX Sonic boom, which will hit twice. And so that's all kind of caked into one bar as well as the super bars at the bottom. They're two different things. And so it's basically just like this, this like, well, if you drive impact me, I'm going to drive impact you after and I'll win that fight. Or if you drive impact, I'm going to make sure that I'm ready to throw you so that it completely nullifies your drive impact. Um, and it's just kind of back and forth with that on top of a normal fighting game when it comes to street fighter. Uh, there's a lot of discussion on Twitter right now within the fan base on if they enjoy it or not. Some people hate it. Some people like it. It's incredibly frustrating as a brand new player when you don't understand what to do against it, because essentially if you don't react to it, whatever you do gets nullified and they just get in. And so it makes like people that just sit there and block nonstop able to not do that anymore. It essentially makes it very, very open in terms of like the combat you can still block, but if you go up and drive impact, you're going to break them. Um, Oh, drive impact breaks through block. Yeah. Yeah. It opens them up essentially. And so you can kind of do what you want after that. So you can drive impact into a super if it, if it like connects and lands. Um, and oh. it also gives you three armor so you can take like a hit or two unless they're doing like really fast or they're like light punching. Um, doesn't that put characters that are slower at a huge disadvantage with a base game mechanic? Somewhat. You can still light punch, light punch, drive impact, or just like triple light punch. There's ways to get through it. And that's part okay. of the, like the game, right? Is like figuring out how it's all going to work. Like right there, he attacked me. I like took the blow, but still was going towards him. And so it opened him up and I was able to do whatever I want. I'm not very good. So my follow-ups are pretty dog shit at this point. This is like the first day. Now when that happens, I'll go up and like super them right afterwards. So it gets a real big punish uh, and gets a lot more yeah. damage for me. Um, but it's all just one button. So like anyone can do that. And I think for people that don't play fighting games, they're going to really enjoy that aspect of it. They're also going to get really easily frustrated with it because you just walk up and press a button and it like starts the drive impact situation. Um, there's only eight characters uh, in the closed beta. Um, I think on launch there's 18, 16. There's a lot. Um, launch? Do we know the official date? They have not said anything. There's 20, 18, I think it launched with 22 DLC or something like that. They haven't said anything about launch. No one, no one oh. knows. A lot of people are thinking February. Um, for what it's worth, oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, right. You know, there's no other games coming out. In February. <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah. 
Um, for what it's worth, and this is not me saying this, this is uh, words from like Maximilian Dude and a lot of the other um, like fighting game aficionados of Twitch. Uh, they're all saying that like this beta is better than most fully released fighting games. Like just the amount of stuff in it and the way that it all works. There's been very little issues. Um, the first day there was like some weird connection issue that an error would pop up, but you would still be able to do everything. That's completely gone now. They fixed that very quick. Um, and everything works and it's just snappy. And like, I can go up and walk up to a, uh, I'll try to find some footage of the lobby. Um, they have like a full lobby where there's up to like 60 people in real time, just walking around and they'll walk up to an arcade cabinet, sit down at it. And you can just walk over to it, press a button, press spectate. And within 20 seconds, you're spectating that match. Like it just goes and it works. And cool. that's awesome uh, to be able to have all of that functionality. Um, you can search people. You can follow players so that when they play a game or, or play any matches, you can go and grab their replays and just watch them very quickly. And that all is like in their first closed beta, uh, which which is pretty good. Like it, it that's, a, that's a feat within the fighting game world, especially with where street fighter five launched, which was everything. I just said the complete opposite, right? Like it was just a dog shit, absolute awful launch, uh, for that game. Whenever it came out four or five years ago. Um, so, uh, I've seen it a few times in chat. Yeah. Character uh, character creation. Yeah. Let me see if I can find what? some footage of that. What uh, is that? You actually like, it's like, like so, a, a Smash Brothers, like me fighter, you can create whatever. Yeah, is it here at the beginning? There it is. That's my character. <laughs> Sweet mother of Jesus, man. <laughs> you know, I, uh, I, I made a great one. You done pulled a lyric. I did. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a winner right there. It's a lot of fun. Mm. Uh, the character creation is very robust. And so this is the lobby, right? And so everyone can just go up here and, and play games. And the full game. Oh, yeah. What? Tell me about the lobby because I, I saw, I think I saw your tweet about it. Yeah, the, the lobby system is great. Right now in the beta, there's no way to like jump into a practice mode solo. There's no solo training. It's just not unlocked. And so in order to get into solo training, you have to go up to one of these machines and just go and like start playing. If someone sits down on the opposite side of the machine, it immediately throws you into a match against them. And so for people that are wanting to uh, go into training mode and like test your buttons, learn a character, whatever, you have to kind of just hope that no one challenges you. The best way to do that is by going to a lobby where there's like no one in it. If you don't know that, like last night, there was someone who was just like cursing up a storm in that all chat right there because people just kept challenging him. And he was like, let me fucking train. Like, I don't want to fight any of you people. Stop it. You're fucking, it, it, it was going off. It was a, it was a long process. Um, but you just go to a lobby where there's no one sitting in it. Uh, there's a lot of stuff in here. You can do these like silly moves. You can do all the like big street fighter famous moves in the lobby. It doesn't do anything. It just makes your character react said way. That's uh, that's Justin Wong right there. Um, I was able to like type in okay. his name. Uh, and find him while he was streaming. And so then I spammed him with the tokens naturally. Uh, <laughs> of course, of course. That's what you do. Yeah. yeah. As, as one does. Yeah. And there's ways now, to customize your character as well. You can get, I got like cat mittens. You can get hats. You can get, there's a ton of stuff that they're going to throw into the game when it comes to that character customization. 
and you can you can fight with these people that you create so not in the beta in the beta you play as oh, like okay. the the you know the guiles that we use the kins um, all right in the full game there will be a single player component where you're literally running around like a city and like challenging people just as your character uh oh, okay. and you'll take on other moves from whoever you're training with or whoever you want to train with something like that uh but you can you can just do stuff like this and just be an ass well, <laughs> when you describe that that mode it's like I just I just picked the 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 story mode or whatever. I just picked you going up to like this flower shop and being like you and then you just beat the shit out of this person <laughs> who sells flowers like you win. You should feel bad though. Yeah, I I don't know the uh the extent to like in the story if you can just walk up to any NPC and challenge them or if it's said NPCs. They haven't they released some information about that. I don't I don't recall exactly everything. Um Oh dude, I thought that was just your your packs but those are those are some jugs. You got some titties. Uh, this is a male avatar. I, I think I'm rocking. Is it okay? Yeah, I think Maybe it's I just, just the like the, the chest is like massive. But like, there's people have like insane. Like they'll have giant, super tall characters, with like super tiny hands. Uh, they'll have Slenderman walking around. There's all that type of stuff. Um, have they done any? Have you seen any celebrities yet? Like they do with the Mies? <laughs> you actually just like, helicopter. Yeah, just helicopter. Like Michael also. Jackson. Like, I haven't like, seen, I've any seen any all of that. No. Different Mies, yeah. You will okay. totally like the the customization. If I roll back the vod here, it is uh, very very in depth. Like you can there are there there's a slight there's a screen at the end of character creation that shows every slider. And it's probably over like 70, 80 sliders that you have the option to, to mess with. Um, it, it seems pretty in depth. And so you will totally see uh, in, in the beta, you can only make one. So that's probably why you don't see that many right now. I think in the full game, you'll be able to edit your character whenever. And you'll see like a billion, like I'm going to make Sonic. I'm going to make blah, blah, blah. I'm going to yeah. make X, Y, Z character. Yeah. You'll sure, see. Okay. That. Okay. That's awesome. It's cool. Uh, I just had a thought. If you took if you took that the character you had there, and yeah. you took their hair, uh, take the mustache away and and do their hair like the make their hair the same color as their skin. Yeah, it looks like one of those like MMA like stand up guys that with no right. arms. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, exactly. the, like the punching dummy. Exactly. Yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot going on in that. Uh, I'm trying to see if I can find that screen that has everything, but it's it was probably so quick that I won't be able to um yeah anyways. so i have a question for you do like you said there's like you know simple button presses to do things that are normally complex yeah oh, is that what you twitch, that's the twitchcon intro sorry <laughs> that's me full screen there we go can we that's, circle back to that yeah that's who they had um, show up before the keynote uh you don't want to watch it it was really cringe it was like okay it was really cringe it was bad okay yeah uh is that what like do do the the, the FGC like pros like do they do they still use simplified buttons or is it is it more is it better for them not to use those or like is it just for people who who uh, I mean want it, the game to be easier to control? I think it's for new players, right? Like essentially, what okay. it does is is it makes it so like instead instead of uh, having to hit uh, high and low uh, or sorry both high high punch and high kick. To do a, yeah. I think, drive impact, you just press one button and that's drive impact. And so, okay, like there's two ways to get to the same end. 
uh and it really okay. it, it's preference right like most most yeah. um it's a i guess you would say it's a six button game is that right chat the chat's gonna have to help me out here with the with the buttons uh and so you just have like two buttons to do whatever you want whether it's uh you can make one of them throw because uh low kick and low punch are both throws or light light kick light uh punch if you press those at the same time it it throws um yeah that time remember that yeah you can just program i remember i remember mashing the controllers mashing uh like um y and b yeah mashing uh x and a yeah, and so on the the hitbox, I just have two extra buttons on the side, and it okay. Yeah, and I, someone said that simplified controls don't uh, give you access to all the moves. So he's talking about a different thing within the game. There's okay. uh, like classic control scheme, and you have to go and find that. And then there's it starts with an M. I don't uh, modern modern control, uh, and that's essentially so like you'll essentially you will auto combo by pressing a button three times in a row. It'll just like it'll do a combo um okay. but it it limits what you're actually able to do f- in terms of like, Man, all of your abilities <laughs> oh yeah i i played super turtly uh once i learned to just guys <laughs> just, 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 just like maybe if i punch it maybe if i super move it maybe if i kick it maybe so, if i punch it again <laughs> guile's a charge character just like may was so i played it exactly like may from guilty gear oh man where love the it. sonic boom is just a i just love how that guy game. kept trying everything that didn't work like yeah. over and Dude. over and over yeah i wanted to come over and plug unplug your controller that's <laughs> fucking Dude, i look my it, little brother stop doing low kick stop doing that uh it 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 uh reigns supreme in terms of the uh the the time to tilt fighting games are, are number one for me uh tilted real bad yesterday because of just random shit that was happening in game. Uh, and it was, it was a very fast tilt. So while I seem happy now, just Sonic booming the fuck out of these people, I, bit, I spent 10 hours and then probably three of those is just like this motherfucking piece of shit. <laughs> How <laughs> fucking dare he fucking. You're right. You're hitboxing, right? Yeah, I am using hitbox. Yeah. It's been going, going okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't, I had a little bit of uh, like relearning cause it, there's no, uh, people would be like, just hit Y. And on the hitbox, there's no, nothing's labeled Y. And so I'm like, I don't know what the fuck that, I guess it's that button maybe. Uh, and so I had to like get reaccustomed to it, but uh, there's the error that they fixed. It didn't really do anything. But once I got oh, reaccustomed to it, it was fine. Yeah, yeah, I got some cute cat paws. Um, <laughs> cute. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're great. They cost me 3,000 points in game of the, I don't, know if, I don't know if there's any, Nothing that I got in game from like a point system where I don't know if you can spend money is what I'm getting at. And I don't know if they have plans to have like MTX in this. They will definitely have DLC costumes because they did for any other Street Fighter. But I don't know if you can like spend money on stuff. Um, it will be most likely, hopefully, 100% cosmetic. That's also a really cool thing. See how he's smiling? In the versus screen, yeah. uh, in the versus screen if you do up, down, uh, left or right it changes your face and so you can make like a weird grimace at someone uh and it sounds like a really stupid thing but when you're getting ready to fight and someone just goes ah yeah, like, i saw that you're I caught like, off no guard you're like what the hell <laughs> i forgot you could sound do no there's sound no sound okay. there's no sound it, they just make you can do like a really weird creepy smile you can like grimace you can uh look sad 
just like a fun thing that they added in because why not right it's it's funny i think it, did you it's just a cool pick thing. guile and go with it by the way uh, i picked guile because he's a charge character just like may was in oh, guilty okay. gear and so i know how to right. down back forward pretty easily um sure. there's a character named jp that's in the final character roster that i'll probably play just because it's named jp yeah there we go i hope he doesn't suck uh and i hope i don't suck with him it's probably the more likely thing I can't wait for the 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 tier makers to come out and jp he's like at, at the like bottom yeah, yeah god i'm really fearful of that uh, he's, <laughs> he's supposed to, he's supposed to be like the evil character in the game uh is what everyone's saying from like just the imagery about him apart from that yeah. i don't think he's ever been in street fighter before so no one knows what to expect so we'll see i i have a lot of i have a lot of fun with guile i think uh i was playing ryu as well uh ken's really strong co i know that's who you usually play uh, awesome yeah, he's he's very strong. Um, everyone seems great, and and the eight characters that are available to play, everyone seems super fun and and varied in terms of what they can do. Is Zangief in this? I think he's one of the characters. Yeah, they they had that okay. unfortunate leak of everything, and then they put out some right. art of everyone. Um, he's not in the closed beta, but I think he's part of the confirmed roster or unconfirmed roster. Yeah, he will be. I was like the 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 chain throw guys. Those are always my favorite to watch. Yeah. Oh, it, and I mean, when he grabs you for the third time, it, you're pissed. <laughs> right? You're done. You're, you're not done. having a good time. I did that a couple times to people that just kept uh, drive impacting because they didn't know that you could throw out of it. So he would do like this super big charge up, and I just grab him in the middle of it, throw him, do another, grab him, throw him, do another, and grab him. <laughs> He learned not to do that anymore, <laughs> right? That's how you learn. You're helping learn them. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So it's it's good. I'm I'm really excited for whenever this game comes out. I, I hope it seems like they're ready uh, from like a um, a systems um, level. I don't know if all the characters are done or, or what with all that, but I would expect that Game Awards will probably get a release date, if not sooner. Uh, and it will hopefully be sometime this spring. February will be really stacked. I hope it's not February, but we'll see what else. It'll be February. Yeah, it, it probably will just to get out there. But every Street Fighter game before has been February. Yeah, they've they've got history with uh, with that release date. So uh, this ends tonight at two a.m. Uh, I'll probably play some more. I played. God, I I ended stream yesterday at like three. When got some food and then i played for like another six or seven hours just grinding it out after like four or five matches i'd have to take a break because something was going to get smashed <laughs> and I, would, <laughs> I would return to it when i was cool calm and collected and and ready to ready to get destroyed uh by everyone in this game is so much better than me uh as well they they definitely while they invited folks that <clears throat> are bad they invited folks that i think have history with street fighter and you can definitely tell when they understand uh, that certain characters can do certain things from like prior games. Meanwhile, I'm just over there like, I'm just going to keep Sonic booming. And if he jumps at me, I'll flash kick. It worked, yep. it worked out. It did all right. It did all right. It's oh, very real, good. Just, just one minute. Okay. Co, you played Dome Keeper, right? I did. Did you, did you beat uh, it on any, like, what's the difficulty that you played it on? Hard. Did you try the, uh, you asked for a difficulty? No. Okay. I think so. I just finally got my first win and you asked for a difficulty, uh, yesterday after like 
over a dozen tries. That fucking, I just wanted to commiserate with someone because that fucking <laughs> difficulty spike is insane. It's a, it's a tough game just by itself. It was fucking so. rough, dude. Yeah, man. Anyway, I just wanted to, to see if you had done it, and, and, like, it was satisfying, but I don't know what else to do from here because I don't know how to make credits roll in Dome Keeper, and I haven't had a solid answer about it yet. So. <laughs> no idea. We'll have to talk uh, Dome Keeper on the 23rd because I'm out next weekend. Uh, I'm oh. gone. So no show next Sunday. Uh, and once again, no show on the 30th because I'm also traveling that weekend as well. So... Next episode will be the 23rd. We'll see you then. Let's do some shout-outs where you can check out Co and Zeke. In the meantime, Zeke, why don't you start us off? I'd love to. My name is Ezekiel the Third. You can find me at or slash Ezekiel underscore III on Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube. And Ezekiel the Third, all spelled out on Instagram and TikTok. Uh, thank you guys for watching, first and foremost. I appreciate you guys being here every week. And uh, secondly, thanks to my co-hosts, uh, Co and JP. It's been fun having, having this show back in my life. Uh, I missed it. More than I thought I would. I knew I'd miss it, but I didn't know I'd, I'd be like, oh, every Sunday, like, <laughs> um, but so I'm glad to be back. Uh, if you want to check me out, I'm on uh, 10 a.m. Pacific, usually every day, uh, except tomorrow, except Mondays, because Mondays I do uh, role playing uh, 100 Club uh, Cowboy Bebop inspired role playing uh, tabletop role playing game on twitch.tv slash table story. Uh, if you want to check that out, that starts at 1 p.m. Uh, Pacific time. But I will be back at 10 a.m. Pacific time on uh, Tuesday. I'll be finishing up uh, a 100-month sub appreciation game that uh, I ended up really enjoying uh, called Tales of the Neon Sea. It's a point-and-click adventure game, really chill, really relaxed. Uh, good story, a lot of fun, a lot of puzzles. And then uh, got some sponsor stuff coming up this week. So lots of, lots of uh, excitement happening. Thanks for watching. Cool. Cool. Do some shout-outs. Hi, everybody. My name is Ko. Uh, coming up this week, we've got a lot of Noptober stuff. We're going to be diving into some scary, scary games, finishing up Obia, and kind of just moving through there. We also got, like, uh, Curse Forest, Prognostic, Dagon. Probably check out the Go Home Annie demo. I don't think I've ever played a game called Kona. Maybe checking that out. Um, all sorts of fun stuff. So hope you join us for it. Should be a lot of fun, as always. Thanks for watching. See you in a couple weeks. Cool, cool. We will indeed see you in a couple weeks on the 23rd. Gotta check the calendar. That's when we'll do another drop frame. So circle on back there. We'll see you in two. We're out of here. Have a good rest of your day. Bye-bye. Mute.